I'm gonna steal your sunshine and I'll shit on your parade. Don't get me started on doing my cocaine. My opinion matters, you're so far in last place. I'm not shutting up and you'll be learning my name. Fifth in the family, but first in my mind. One out of ten, but I'm ranking just fine. We've only got now, there's no afterlife. Look, mom and dad, I'm just speaking my mind. Welcome here to Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up Live every Tuesday, 9 o'clock here on the wonderful houseboat Tommy Lee Jones. Have a very, very, very special episode in store for you all this evening. First and foremost, I have to say, welcome to my number two. My number one? My number two. You're my number two. My number three. One of my two, <laughs> Mr. Justin Olimpedo. What's up, dude? How's your day going, yeah, man? It's going good. We never don't have some dumb little issue right off the bat. True. But this one, I shouldn't even mention because nobody can tell except nobody us. Nobody can tell, yeah. Nobody can tell except us. But I was this just is not getting audio. When you're yet, a but... professional, you bring up the problems <laughs> and you, you shine light on them. And that is how you get through. Now, we do have another uh, wonderful person that's going to be joining us shortly who just finished a mixing and quote-unquote mastering Master. our single for the week. But those of you that are joining us live here on YouTube, you can tell that we are also joined by a very special guest over here. Oh, I'm getting good at this. Over here, we've got Ego Viking. How you doing today, brother? Living the dream, man. Living, Living the dream. The dream. Yeah, well, thank you. Here, yeah, thank you so much. This is, I believe... The first time that we have a guest that I have never met in You've real life met. ever before. So we are breaking some ground here. I've only met that Charlie character a handful of times. Just a few times. And he was very mean to me every single one of those times, all right? <laughs> Called me Fat Kyle. Realized we never got into that on that episode of how, no, didn't. how Charlie, just so you know, Ego, Charlie, uh, our, our, our wonderful, wonderful friend, 
almost Adorno, uh, met me in a bar one day when I walked in and he just shouted, Fat Kyle! And I went, what? <laughs> and I walked up and I was like, hi, how do you know me? And he was like, oh, you're not Fat Kyle. I mean, I'm Kyle and I'm fat. So you kind of have it right. But, but the other the other <laughs> kicker to the story is, is we have our other buddy named Kyle, who Kyle Schumann, who looks like a taller, Kyle. stretched out version of Kyle. Yep. Oh, I see. And we kind of had the same similar, like, Pompadour, Billy Neutron, J- Billy Neutron, Jimmy Neutron. Jimmy Neutron, uh, curl. We had, yeah, we had a little curl thing at the same time, and he was way cuter than me. So, you know, we just got to give him that. <laughs> but he, he called me Fat Kyle, so that's that's how we met. And uh, I, I don't, I don't know if I like the guy. I know I love him, but I don't know, I don't know if I actually like like him. But uh, well, we'll we'll be all right with it. Yeah, yeah. He's he's skinny Charlie. I'm fat Kyle. It's just the way we're gonna go. All right. So this week I did learn. I learned a new trade. A new the new trade. And I learned a new skill. Yeah. Um, I actually left it over there, but uh, I made a mask out of a sock. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I really it oh, nice. Okay, I saw this video. Zach and I were uh, drinking some whiskey on Saturday, and right before we started drinking whiskey, I saw this video, and it was literally just a lady holding a sock up, and then she just, like, cut the bottom toe of, like, an ankle sock off, and then cut the the two cut the slit and then fold it over and cut two side slits and then just stretch the sock like that it was a perfect mask and i did it perfect on the first try and now i've tried with about 12 other socks so what you're saying is you don't have any more socks i'm losing socks (laughs) i am losing socks um and but i tried it with a bunch of other ones i tried with like a tube sock i tried with like a fancy nice like what I would call a dinner sock, you know, you're going to a nice dinner like and you're nice wearing some, soft sock. some good soft ones, some weird yellow ones that had a bumblebee pattern on them. None of them worked, but the shitty 99 cent pair of like dollar store uh, socks that I tried it on the first one worked wonderfully. Yeah. Now my floor is literally just covered. It looks like a black bunny, like was just running around jerking off. And when it jerked off, it, threw little fluffs of fur everywhere. That's what it kind of... It looked like a black bunny was jacking into my room. Well, you gotta watch out for those black bunnies. You gotta watch out. Black bunnies, white bunnies, green bunnies. Green bunnies especially. Green bunnies are fucking weird. The white bunnies are evil. They got real sharp teeth. Oh, they're not good. Sally Boy says, it's because we're always meeting that almost Adorno, so he's just paying it forward. He's got it. Yeah. You got it. You know, I get that. I get that. I was picked on most of my uh, every day. Uh, so, so it makes sense that somebody's I mean, got I mean, thrown we, at me. We talk to him. Does that mean, though? Like, uh, it's a lot of human interaction for him. Yeah, is, I mean, y- you need to be nice even to the mean people. Even to the mean <laughs> people. And, and the tardy people. The mean people and the tardy people you got to be nice to. Hey. 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 You don't say that. I'm sorry. You're not tardy. No. You're just a little late. <laughs> We are now joined by the mixer, the master, Zachary Storman. Nice solid pop there. Nice solid pop. It hurt my finger. Yeah, you'd be a good father because that was a solid pop. Oh, what? That was a solid pop. You'd be a solid pop. You'd be a good father. Those Uh, words all mean, they have multiple meanings. All right, so every week we like to gather around uh, our proverbial fire here and, and, and... Drink some drinks. So let's jump right into what are we drinking tonight? We drink it so you don't have to. Reviewing in the morning for the bathroom. Cheap booze and craft brews. Reviewing in the morning for the bathroom. What are we drinking? What are we drinking? Yeah! 
Alrighty. All right. So usually what we do is we get a beer to sip on, uh, which is tonight it's Rolling Rock. We're just sipping on some Rolling Rock. Yeah. Remember when we had a green screen behind us on this wall and we decided to drink Rolling Rock the one day and we're holding it up and it was just like sketched out as all looking. It was just all like kind of just like, it was all jittery looking. I miss those days. But we're sipping on some Rolling Rock. And then Justin and I decided we've been looking at these wonderfully designed cans of beer. Yeah, so we came up with an idea. So what we are going to do next couple of weeks until we go through all the weird uh, cans. And if we want to start, we can start with the Kingsguard. Zach's already got that in his hand. We are going with beer that has really cool artwork on it. Um, And now the first one that we're going with is called Kingsguard. Um, it is an IPA, and it is the I mean, LIC the Beer Project of Queens, New York. So it's it definitely awesome. really, really cool all over the place. But the idea behind this uh, venture into weird beer is, uh, does it taste as good as the art looks? Does the beer taste as good as the art looks? Because a lot of <laughs> so times... Are we gonna, uh, like, yeah. What do you think? Thumbs you up think? or thumbs down. I just think that this is... It just says an IPA. There's it just says an else, IPA. Also, I'm thinking that about it. they I think have multiple labels for the, the same, same beer. beer, but they have two different beers. Yeah, that it's could, not going to be nearly as good. It's not going to be nearly as good as awesome. the artwork because the artwork is phenomenal. This looks like a really cool wall somewhere in Brooklyn somewhere. All right, so we're going to give this a little sip. I feel like it's just going to be an IPA in a really cool can. Oh, it's great. Is it good? It's good. Yeah. It's not a bad IPA. It's, right. it's just if the aliens landed and they were like, "All right, uh, yeah, no, what does IPA taste like?" This, this is it. This, yeah. We generally seem to lean towards beverages that could just be a plain black can with the title or the name of it on the side. This could just say IPA on the side of it in a plain black yeah. can, and you would enjoy it. I, yep. Yeah, if you handed me this, I would assume that if you, if I asked for a Sweetwater 420 Pale Ale and you handed me this, I'd be okay with it. I wouldn't be able to tell. It is a very middle of the road IPA. It's going to be something I think is going to be uh, tasty to sip on. We don't have too many of them, so we're not going to get too full. And then the second one that we are looking at today, you don't necessarily have to crack into it just now, but I am going to, is the Oliver Brewing Company Winter's Wolves. It is Winter's Wolves. It's a dark ale brewed with honey and heather tips and conditioned on toasted American oak. I I think it's bits of girls named Heather. Um, (laughs) I went to high school with a girl named Heather. I lost my virginity to a girl named Heather. Well, I didn't get to bang this Heather. She She got the tip. She was crazy. Oh, no. This Heather, I know that she got the tip. She was hot, though. Yeah, this one looked more like an American oak. Um, But this, either way, uh, sturdy Wait a minute. Sturdy Real tall. Long roots, very sturdy gal. Uh, so Winter's Wolves, um, this one I believe should have sold uh, six months ago. Um, mm, Heather, you sweet. Is Heather sweet? sweet that was the that, question for me. Okay. that bitter sort of sweet. Okay, so to me, mm-hmm. Winter's Wolves is as good as the artwork. Oh, yeah. Ooh. It is really good. Now, if you're a fan of craft beer, I would liken this to some liken of my favorites. I would liken it to a uh, maybe like a oh, what was it? Not Dreamweaver, but the other the Victory Dreamweaver. Dreamweaver. Victory's got that uh, Moonglow. Moonglow. Yeah, their yeah, Weisenbach yeah. has kind of yes. got that feeling to it. Weisenbach. Uh, Weisenbach or Troganator even. It's kind of got a Troganator feel to it. It's definitely more um, my style. Troganator's harsh in like a good way. Like, like after one of them, they're just the smoothest things in the world. Like getting beat up by your dad. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like the nicest, meanest thing that can happen. So Kingsguard to me, mm-hmm. the artwork's better than the beer. Mm-hmm. The beer is good. Yeah. 
But as far as like a scale to artwork, like I've been looking at this for months. Yep. And I've been like, fuck, do I get this? Do I get this? I like that they didn't, they, they overstate the can and understate the beer. Yes. I'll give them that. They definitely, but I would say, yeah, Kingsguard wins uh, the best design out of these two for sure. Yes. But Winter's Wolves is a way better now, beer. Ego, and you it's drinking got anything? Do you have yeah, any you got any beverages got over there for you? I, I had to look it up here while you guys were talking okay. because the best art I've ever seen on beer yes. was the Trooper, that Iron Maiden beer. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, the yeah, Trooper yeah, beer, yeah. 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 Like yeah, and that was awful. Oh, the beer yeah. is terrible. Yeah, the beer's not yeah. good. The, the art was fantastic, but the beer was terrible. We also did the Metallica one, which is the same company yeah. that licensed out the oh, Iron Maiden stuff. Yeah, the only band-related one that I really liked, we had the we had a Talking Heads one, I think. No, or, we had, no, uh, not, it was get, Flying Dogs. Flying Dogs. Um, from uh, no, I Grateful was, Dead. Well, they have the Grateful Dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. No, uh, no. Somebody, somebody. The flaming lips. Flaming, flaming lips. lips. Yeah, yeah. That talking beer is head, awesome. Talking head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you combine the two of them, you get the flaming lips. That's in my head how that works. Charlie, which one? The <laughs> Winter's Wolves beer? What does he say? What's, he what's says, what Charlie? brewery is that from? Again? Oh, which Winter's. One? Kingsguard is, or is Winter Oliver Wolves? Brewing Company is Winter's Wolves. I have never heard of this brewing company. Um, they are out of Baltimore, Maryland, so they are a semi-local to, to Maryland. All. Big ups to Maryland. Big ups to MD. <laughs> Big ups to MD. That's a thing now. You made that a fucking thing. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I, I say <laughs> both of them are good. Uh, try them out. You got nothing else going on in your life right now like me. You're just drinking beer. Try something weird. Try something a little off-center and be like me and have three almost fully open beers to get through for the rest of this show. It's going to be good. Zach will be done by the time our uh, What's Happening jingle's done with yes. probably both. I need like one of those beer helmets, though. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, I had I one. I don't know where I did it. I have one. Yeah, I had one for work. You did? No, I need I should. Oh, I was like, <laughs> they said you had one for work. I was just like, why? This is whenever I'm driving long distances to drive another vehicle in a circle on a field. I like to have I like my to beer be held. Hammered. Hammered. Now, now did you <laughs> say you were actually drinking a beer right now? Or do you have a beverage yourself, Ego? Are you, are you having a beer right now? Uh, right now, I'm just drinking some water. Okay, um, okay. And for beer wise, I I'm in the unfortunate situation that I didn't go to the store last. Oh. Which means that somehow, uh, Michelob Ultra. Ooh, nice. <laughs> okay. Uh, Standard. What is it called? What's that? White Claw. Oh, nice. Claw's the lob. In our bro. house. And then uh, the Sam Adams uh, Summer Ale. Okay. okay. All right. Which, okay. So I if feel this my fault now that Summer kind of stuff. That's a pretty good beer. And mix we're back all of them into one. Yeah, there you Make go. a <laughs> giant, foamy, delicious mix. And just shotgun them. Use, the, use the black cherry <laughs> of the White Claw. We all know that those are the best ones. And next time, if you're going to get a hard seltzer, just go with the Keystone uh, seltzer. It's the yeah. best one. That's, on what, the that's what you bought, the black cherry. And yeah. then yeah. I open yeah. the refrigerator, and there's two of them. I'm like, how did this happen? And she's like, oh, I heard I heard they were great, yeah. and then she hasn't had she hasn't had them yet. Mm. I guess I have to just commandeer them and just yeah, not dude, tell they're them. Like drinking, I'll tell you this: drinking White Claw is like drinking water that gets you drunk yes. in the best way because you don't wake up <laughs> super dehydrated like you would drinking a bunch of liquor or drinking a bunch of beer. But you you drink them really quick because they're the size of a Red Bull can. So I think in your head you're yeah. just like, oh, Red Bull, yeah. crush. It's, it's the same amount of. Ounces. Yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. it just in your head. It's a mental game. What you game. really got to deal with the White Claw is you put vodka in it. Yes. Yeah. 
It's a great mixer. It <laughs> so is, you, it makes it even stronger. Get black cherry vodka with the black cherry or just non-flavored vodka with that. It's enough flavor in there. My dad it drinks wine, is, too. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's a, makes Red a great wine spritzer. Seltzer, yeah. yeah, a little bit of cab and then throw in the black cherry. You're... Ooh, even the lime with that. You make it like almost like a little like a, a red wine mojito-esque. Uh, uh, I don't remember alcoholic beverage names because I haven't had a bartender You're gonna in two suck months. at work when you get back. <laughs> I got to go in tomorrow to train. I'll just tell you this. We got to go train. We're getting a new POS system. So she's like, while this is all happening, you might as well come in and might train. Well do it now. So we get to go in and get drunk and fed hey, for nice. free and look at a computer. I'm like, I know how to use a POS, um, but I'll take the meal for you. Um, I got somebody saying Michelob Ultra Passion... Passion Dragon Fruit. Ooh. And then Charlie said he got so fucking wrecked on White Call, didn't even know what happened. Yeah. Woke up in the morning, fine. Totally fine. <laughs> it, it's a clear drunk. It's yeah. like an ever clear drunk, except without the burn all the time. I've never woken up feeling or the, terrible. Or the after. throwing up of pieces of fruit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, li- see, I you lived in, a, in Ohio food. when they came out with the Four Loco. Oh, and that was like oh, one yeah. of the first places. Yeah. That was dangerous. Yeah, that stuff that was, was uh, Yeah, I almost pre, bought... Pre Four Loco lawsuit. Yeah, yeah dude, yeah, they... Yeah. I almost bought a bunch of Four Loco last night. Me and my roommate, uh, Mike, we were it's talking... It's not the same It's anymore. not. It's not anymore. It doesn't have no. the caffeine no. in it. It doesn't. Back in the day, though... Oh, my God. When the caffeine... Eight cups of coffee in one. Yeah, when you were like saying that, that at one, the time, you that's died. when you guys bought up cases of okay, the shit. Okay, so the day that it went illegal to have the caffeine in it... Yeah. We bought... 300 cans. Oh, right. When you were in California at this yeah. point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, well, we didn't buy them. A, a, a friend of ours yes. um, went on a wild tangent and drug us with him to buy all this stuff. <laughs> and then we got it all somehow. So it was, it was a wild out. turn of... I'm not yeah. going to lie and yeah. say that I paid for all that because it didn't. You we did. got very lucky. You're not stupid, but, but you drank we, it, so you're stupid. We're also stupid because we ended up with 300 cans <laughs> of Four Loco. And we're and all... And were they the big ones still yeah, at that point? Like, it's yeah, not like they and small ones. And I'm 20. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. we have th- 300 cans of that in the apartment. You Everywhere that... we went, it was just Four Loco for months. You would months, think that, that that much Four Loco would last you like six months, but how long did it actually last you? Uh, two months, maybe. Two, I was going to say, you're drinking more than one of them well, a day. Well, we were sharing. People were coming over, and we were sharing them. Yeah. But we were like, Everybody uh, gets one. It's yo, like we Spider-Man. got a party to go to. Fill a backpack just full of locos. And if there were four of you everywhere you went, you could have been the four locos. Then you we were buying, your we were name, buying fresh your band fruit name. and making smoothies with the fruit what? and then putting the four loco <laughs> in the smoothies. That's not a thing you do. Because it was the four loco is so bad. We're just oh, we're just man. trying to make it better. It yeah. was all right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I've gotten to the point where I'm just mixing stuff like that with juice. Um, I'll just like go to the store. I'll grab a thing of four loco or a similar. Uh, eight to fifteen percent can of shit beverage, and then mix sure. it with some you know nice, not natural juice beverage, some yeah, some sure. some red drink, some green drink, some right. purple drink, whatever you want to, whatever drink, uh, whatever, drink. Fl- whatever flavor color, some extra drink you ginger like. ginger yeah. exactly, extra. Oh my, Bold. well that's that's a big thing too. You know when you're like, uh, what do you got? I got the red drink. You like. I know what that tastes yeah, like. It's, it's either like... cherry or you're the weird company that makes red apple. Like, yeah. I don't know why no, you do like that. No, it's like the Hawaiian punch. That's like yeah, the red oh, drink. Oh, punch, yeah, just red. It's yeah, just yeah. like, what flavor is it? Red. 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 
And then the orange, well, orange, I guess, is the name of the thing, too. Does anybody else taste blue right now? Yeah, mm-hmm. what? Mm-hmm. You, well, know, you know what blue tastes you know like. It's always know. weird to me when blue a company rash. makes a drink and they call it the color. So, like, purple. Yeah. yeah. Like, I've bought stuff that was literally labeled as purple. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I'm like, what the fuck purple is purple? purple? But you know, but at least they're honest, though, right? Yes, at yeah. least they're honest. At least they're honest. They're like, we don't know what's in this shit. Now, would you get nervous if you bought purple drink and it was in like a can and then you poured it out and it was not purple? You'd be like, if it was anything but clear at that point, what flavor is this supposed then, yeah, to be? Yeah. If it was yellow and it was it was labeled purple, no. And it was grape. It was just the other grape, and they didn't realize that. Well, I mean, there did you get weirded out it? the first time that you poured an energy drink out of the can? Yeah. Oh, definitely. And you're like, wait, this looks like fucking. It looks like, like electronic pee. It looks like electronic pee. Yeah, it looks pee. like coolant. <laughs> yeah, it looks like some coolant that you're fucking pouring. Tastes like coolant a little bit too. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Well, coolant is sweet. That's why animals. If go you're for trying it. to kill your neighbors, pets. Don't, don't gonna, heed the advice. You, you leave out a bowl of coolant. Animals <laughs> love drinking. Yeah. There's and there's some other stuff. My brother was telling me the other day. Uh, was it like JD three hundred two used to be the hydraulic oil for John Deere heavy equipment in the sixties? Okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. And in the seventies, they had to stop making it because all manner of wildlife, pets, and wild animals. Just love to drink it. You know what I mean? If you let, if you had a machine that was leaking, and is or that something, instant yeah. death or is that oh, they, slow yeah. poison? Uh, uh, it's not instant, but it's it's not. If a slow, squirrel drinks uh, the amount that a dog drinks, within the day, within you know, within a couple hours, yeah. they're dead. Yeah. And it was just they had to come up with a new formula because it tasted too good. That's amazing. <laughs> I've never tasted motor oil or anything like that um, and, and found I liked it. Transmission oil? Oh, I've gotten it in, but I've never liked it. Oh, I've no. never liked it. Okay. Never, ever. Fair but enough. last night, uh, instead of going for loco, me and my roommate decided that we would uh, bring back an old tradition, and Justin had never heard of this. I've never heard of this. Uh, but we played at Edward Forty Hands last night. Never heard of it. Um, he's never, yeah, heard of never, it. never heard of it. I was like, how have you gone... Yeah. 72 years of life we didn't and really not... drink 40s we were making fucking you wizard never staffs you Hollywood yeah. Undead we were oh, no. wow we were making wizard you staffs you cooler than us you know? I, I've heard of it and I'm not even from the US exactly yeah, come know, on man. Come on. So basically, for those of you that might not know, if you're, you know, 78 Losers. years old like Justin and didn't have bam, bam, 40s bam, bam, back in the day, uh, we went with Old D because Billy D is the man. And um, <laughs> I wore uh, gloves and because we were going to do it outside. Um, and so I wore gloves and you duct tape a 40 to each of your hands and you're not allowed out until you finish both 40s. And I said we would definitely finish them in an hour. Um, like 80 ounces of beer in an hour. That's not. That's five, sure. six pints. That's nothing. Um, I finished the first one right at the 15 minute mark, but I chugged like a third of the beer in the last 30 seconds, and then I did not sip another sip of the beer for 10 minutes because I was definitely about to vomit. But we got through it all, and then we were going to challenge ourselves uh, to a case race and try to finish the case. But oh, luckily, man. I fell asleep sitting in the chair before I could do that, so it was good. Yeah. It was good. Fell asleep nice. outside in a bathrobe. <clears throat> Drunk after two. Your tax dollars at work. There you go, stimulus money. That stimulus check is going far. All right, guys, let's jump into what is happening in the world. What's going on? What's new? What's crazy? What's sad? What's amazing? Who knows? Let's see what's happening. What's going on? What's going on? Hey, what's happening? Hey, 
I go scaring myself again on All that. All the time, Ooh, dude. Oh, you Jesus. need to work on that shit. Oh, jeez. All right, so what is going on in the world? Obviously, everybody's dealing with uh, COVID-19 and all the, the uh, effects that that is having on our uh, our lives day-to-day, what, what, you, what you'd want to be doing, what you are actually you know able to, to do. Um, sup, James? Uh, we uh, talked about this a couple of weeks ago, that movie theaters in Georgia were planning on opening up like a week ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the whole idea is that they were going to plan on doing... Uh, uh, old classics and everything like that. So, officially, movie theaters have uh, petitioned uh, the, the studios, and they've gotten the approval that they are going to be doing rollouts of classic, you know, retro movies. So, whenever, as I was state joking by before, state. they're exactly. going to break out their DVDs. And they're going to break out their DVDs. The and Criterion gonna, Collection. The Criterion <laughs> Collection, which I would I would go see almost all of them. Seven Samurai to fucking Wes Anderson. I'll yeah. watch all of them right. on the big screen. But they're going to be doing them at $2 a pop. Two dollars a pop, like old school movies. Since well, because they're banking on people getting they're popcorn. banking on people getting popcorn and all of that. Which is, <laughs> if you know anything about movie theaters, they don't make money make for the first money. six weeks usually off of any sometimes, uh, movie sometimes sales. Sometimes months. Sometimes months, uh, but off the actual ticket sales. So yes. them charging only two dollars for a ticket means that the the fucking companies don't care. They already profited off of you know you're gonna go see Shawshank again. Cool. Sure. They, They'll take probably their $2. bought the DVD 14 different yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, but now you can see it on a real big oh, screen. yes. Uh-huh, yeah, you can go down to your local independent you know theater. You know who's been doing this for a long time? Who? Pocono Cinema. Pocono Cinema yeah. does do the throwbacks on We've DVD. have seen a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, I, we made a reference to it. Cinemark does it too. Cinemark I does. Mean, They'll do yeah, like one, I think it's like on Tuesday or Thursday. They usually, like that's where you can see Casablanca sure. or the Maltese Falcon. So, uh, or, and, Pulp Fiction. Ooh. And what they actually do that's sweet. is they do play Blu-rays. Just mm-hmm. so you know, they mm-hmm. don't get the films. They don't get it. Because all of that stuff, especially yeah. the older the film, they have modernized their technology, so it's all digital. Like yeah. they get a basically like the film on a hard drive that has in- yeah encryption. new movies uh, and old movies. They're doing yeah, it like so that for so you they know. will play the HD remasters of Blu-rays and shit like that. I'm not saying not to go to the theaters, but I mean for right. me personally, this whole story is not enough for me to go be like I'm yeah, going back out to the is movie theater. Two dollars. I just had enough. the fucking greatest fucking idea ever. What? what? You know how I they, mean, the other. Oh, sorry, go ahead. You know how they got, uh, like, you can go to the movie theater to watch like live plays, like yeah, yeah, stream yeah. that shit. Why not set that shit up for esports? They do in movie theaters. In the movie theater. Oh, well, I mean, Ooh. I think that Char- I mean, maybe Ego, you know, but Charlie, maybe you can chime in on this. I think they have for some of the bigger ones. I think League of Legends or Dota has done for from the movies. Okay. For, for like Cinemark or how AMC. wild would that be? And how to long like of an go watch is like... that? Like is that that's not just you're sitting down like that's oh, usually it's a like couple a, hours, a couple hours, like yeah, five six hours. So you can sell a lot of money, a lot of concessions. Like fucking, if I know anything about people that like to play video games, I don't know much, but they don't mind snacks. They do not mind snacks and big gulps and things along those lines. Ego, what were you and a comfortable say? chair? I was gonna. Say, I mean, so all the movie theaters around where I'm at here in South Carolina, they have gone from the old, you know, where they have 50 seats in a row, right? All the crowded seats to the big, comfortable, yeah. you know. The electronic. Well, yeah, but those shit, aren't yeah. six feet from each other. Right? No. So what are they going to do? Are they going to cut every other seat? That means I, a movie theater has yeah, to go 25 seats now? The do it is six feet would be about you with two seats in between you and then the next person. Right. 
But even that yeah. isn't really a full six feet. But I think that's probably the minimum. They're going to have to sell a third of the tickets for each sure. showing. For every showing. And since that's a lot of popcorn to make up for it, then. That's really a lot it of popcorn. But Which the prices that, will probably go up. So your small popcorn's probably now maybe. $8. I could see them not because the idea to me would be there are no new movies coming out. No, True. Nobody is going to put out... Their, their Black Widows, or even the new uh, Pete Davidson movie that looks phenomenal, that Judd Apatow, the King of Staten Island yeah. movie, was supposed to be released like beginning of June. That is just being straight released to streaming. Nobody wants to release it in the theaters because it's just a, a death sentence for your film. Sure. So sure. it makes sense if you could go to the movies tomorrow and they're going to be showing, you know, the just all James Cameron movies. You're going to get Titanic. You're going to get fucking Terminator 1, yeah. Terminator 2, and sure. nothing else sure. after that. Um, and you're just going to get, so each theater can have its old retro movie, sure. multiple showings a day, everything like that. Would you like, go to all eight Harry Potter movies in a in row? In one day? I probably would. I would it in just one day. Just a marathon? Yeah, yeah, just a marathon. I mean, they're not the longest. Most of them are an hour and a half. Really. Yeah, I would say yeah. the, early, the early ones are like hour maybe 30, one, hour 45. Maybe one, two, and three, yeah. but once yeah, you yeah. get to four. Well, yeah, once you get to four, get they get so long that number seven is two movies, you know? Like, yeah. they get that long. Uh, chat is bringing up drive-ins, and drive-ins mm -hmm. are a thing. There's a drive-in not far, about an hour from here. Yeah. And I totally agree. I mean, bring back drive-ins as as far as that goes but the problem with yeah. that is is those drive-ins have all got swallowed up like the one i grew up going to in new jersey is now a golf course yeah you know what i mean so they're very far and few between the one that used to be where blockbuster is now or not even blockbuster but the blockbuster building yeah, yeah, yeah. there used to be a drive-in back over there yep and that i remember was, hearing about that, what is that? Yeah. It's, it's not blockbuster it's like dialysis. It's, it's a dialysis, dialysis place yeah. now but it still looks like a blockbuster but the thing i mean drive-ins are great uh but the thing is is they still have to provide a place for people to go to the bathroom. Yeah. I mean, you can't just yeah. be like, yo, you have, you have to piss. There are, car. there are a you lot do of... If you work at Amazon, you just piss in a bottle. Uh, or just well. pee your pants and just wait for someone to yell at you for being slower because your pants are wet or whatever. Well, fun um, fact, I think you used to work for Amazon. Did you not, Ego? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever nobody pee, pee their pants? pants. No, no, nobody no. peed their, nobody pee their pants. Okay. All right, well, that's well, good. That's good. I'm going to keep I mean, my food alive. I keep my pants at work all the time. Yeah, you do. You <laughs> that do. is true. I've had but there are a lot of places me. I've seen uh, that are just parking lots that are like, hey, we can turn our parking lot into a drive-in movie. Yeah. And then if you've got a little radio signal and you can broadcast the audio from it and everyone can just tune their car yes. it's without having receiver. to need the box yeah. and all like the old school approach yeah, to it. Yeah, it's an FM receiver. Yeah, so it's, it, no, it's, it's not terrible. It's not a terrible idea. Uh, $2 movies makes me want to go to the movies a little bit more, there, but okay. I'm still not okay with being in a room okay. full of if bunch of coffers. If there are certain movies that I totally missed out on, like some some of the like I would like to go, I would like to see Godzilla, the newest Godzilla. Yeah. I've watched it. I've watched it. It's on HBO. But you I would get really to like see to it watch on it. the big screen. Yes. Yeah. There are certain movies, but $2 and a time where we don't know what the fuck is really going on with anything. You hear one thing on one side, you hear another on another. And yeah. who nah, the fuck knows? Know. $2 is not yeah. enough. I have a big enough screen TV here. Yeah, exactly. I have all the media and entertainment I, I need. I can go right down to Weiss and I can get myself some popcorn <laughs> and, and save $1,000 on that. Yeah. Slacky is saying yeah. in the chat here that his idea... <laughs> Is for drive-in drive -in concerts. concerts. That would be so cool. you can just pull up in your car. If you have a truck, just hang out in the back of your car, and or mm -hmm. if you're not, just hang out outside your car. Keep everybody parked away from each other. If like you could sell it that you get three par or like one parking spot and then a spot on either side of you. You know, like so everybody's all spread out. 
and zigzag them throughout the parking lot. Yeah, but you're gonna jam a, a bunch concert. of drunk people in the back of trucks <laughs> yes. in a field and yes. expect me not to go over to that guy's truck and yeah. see what they're fucking doing over there? Yeah, see that's True. on you though. No that's way. on you. That's yeah. just all oh, on it's you. It's like it's like parade when everyone's got their truck parked on the, the yeah. street here yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and there's a party in the back of every pickup truck uh-huh. and you yeah. just walk down the street like hey what's this party again, let me go to the next yeah, that's on your that's party? that's on hey, what your you guys cooking and, over and, here huh? exactly exactly they would have to very strictly enforce that you don't get out of your vehicle i yes. guess rocket in a new way they, right. they didn't i read somewhere where amc theaters had banned like a certain company or something they were not going to show their movies anymore because the company kept saying oh well we are going to go to a theater and directly uh, oh. to like oh i don't know it's got to be a, possible it's got to be a small company that doesn't have a lot of pull with I mean, no I thought, it was a, I thought it was a big company really yeah i'm, not sure, about, yeah. I'm not sure about that but they, they were like it, no but is, then we're not going to show you movies at all yeah that oh. is the wave of the future though it's eventually going to be a point where you're going to be able to pay $20 to watch everything from your house. James also is having a great idea in the chat. Demo Derby Mosh Pit. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> the band uh, starts playing Circle Pit. Start everybody just starts, no, everyone just starts drifting. Wait, it circles. I think you might be right. Uh, oh, MC great. bans Universal Films from theaters. Wow. That That's, is a big move. Oh my That's a big Universal. move. That's a big move. They said something like, you know, no, we're going to go to a, a two prongs. So we're going to send it to theaters and to like direct. People and, don't like multiple prongs. Well, they just want to be the yeah, only prong. That's just going to destroy it for the movie theater, you yeah, know? Yeah. And, and I mean, that is, it's something that is kind of slipping. And maybe like a lot of other things after this, maybe. We're going to see the sad, unfortunate death of certain technologies and certain businesses, but maybe oh. it's just going to be for it's the better. It's over in the long a really run. stupid movie. Oh, what movie is Trolls it? Trolls Universe. Really? That's Justin gonna, Timberlake that, dude, is pissed. That's going to be big for parents that got their bratty ass fucking kids yeah. at home. Yep. Trolls is going to come out. They'll be like, they put it on the TV like on the repeat. New Trolls. Next three Boom. days. See you later, wow. kids. Wow. Peanut butter and jellies in the jars. <laughs> Do it yourself. That's the stupidest. That's a really dumb move for a movie theater to be yeah. like. I'm not putting. They're Universal really pumping their in. chest up there. But are they are they doing yep. subsidiaries of uh, Universal? Ugh, I don't know. Yeah, you got to kind of go down the you line. You know what I mean? Like, like is it A24 just like, hey, or anybody else like that? It's a smaller subsidiary of a, a larger company. Does yeah. it really affect that? Maybe. It might. Uh, the only other thing that I really wanted to talk about, aside from rest in peace, Jerry Stiller. We yeah. lost a, we lost a, yeah, a great, unfortunate. He was 92 years old, so he had a good run. Yeah. Um, yeah. But one of the coolest things. We also that, lost yeah. Little Richard this we week. Did yeah, we did lose Little Richard. Richard. That's actually the coolest thing I was going to know. One of the coolest things. Yeah. One of the things I really, really am looking forward to. On May 15th, the Food Network on their Facebook page at 5 o'clock East oh, Coast yeah, time, oh, Eastern the, Standard Time. Yeah, I heard about Terry it. Terry Crews and Shaquille O'Neal are judging a nacho cook off that is going to be called Nacho Average Showdown. And it is going to be between Guy Fieri and Bill Murray and their sons. Can I, so it's can Guy I first Fieri off? and Hunter Fieri and then Bill Murray and Homer Murray, which great fucking name on him for naming his son that wound up being the fat one, Homer Murray. It was just a foresight on that. He was like, you're going to be the chubby one, kid. What's the name of this thing again? It's called Nacho Average Showdown. 
Okay, can we just talk about the title for a second? Nacho Average Showdown? It's yeah, great. It is. It's amazing. It is. I like good wordplay. I like a good pun. I, I mean, I just, I don't know. I just, just growing see... up, there was, was always the joke of the, that's nacho cheese. Yeah, nacho cheese. Yeah. Exactly. They yeah. went cheap on it. They went they real cheap on they the did. joke. But my oh, I, the, the idea of Guy Fieri, who is just, he, he just comes off as such a douche, but he's literally never, there's never been anybody that is as hated for doing as much good shit in the world yeah. and, and True. helping out, you know, small businesses and just doing it all with a flame t-shirt and ridiculous hair. He just, he's just a douche because of the way he looks. But Bill Murray versus, it just makes me, makes me like Guy Fieri more than Bill Murray, who won't do 90% of the things thrown at him, went, you know what? Yeah, I'll do a nacho cook-off with you it. for charity. That's so cool, dude. It's amazing. Nice. I hope, I hope we get more awesome. of that. I hope we get more of that, more cooking as shows like where to, it's as... a celebrity chef cooking off against somebody that is not a celebrity chef, just a celebrity. I mean, me and Charlie referred to a show, Diners, Drivers, and Dives, was Fatty Eats Food. So, oh, Fatty Eats Food. <laughs> yeah. How do you I, not like it? That no, 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 no. I'm not saying that I don't like it, but I'm just saying that that's, that's the only reason that uh, the unfortunately now closed Chatterbox in New Jersey stayed open for the last 10 years. They were one of the best places for like a car show, like classic car nights and everything like that, bike nights, yeah. and just a great. Classic, although he has the worst sauce name ever. Donkey sauce, rename oh, the donkey shit. Sauce is rename amazing. the fucking sauce. Nah, Sorry. man, I'm going to Flavor Town USA <laughs> and I'm sucking down the. Do- I will suck that donkey sauce right from the donkey. It's garlic aioli, basically. Of course, it's teeth. white, the fucking chunky teeth. sauce. So maybe that's okay. Why. Do you think the donkey <laughs> sauce comes from the donkey teat or the donkey dong? Which uh, where do you think the donkey sauce comes from? Do. Donkey teat. I don't know, dude. That'll do, donkey. That'll do. <laughs> That'll that's a, that's enough sauce, donkey. That's enough sauce, donkey. Oh, All right, guys. All right. Well, <laughs> oh, that's great. Tonight, speaking of sucking off donkeys, we've got wonderful music in store for you guys tonight. Transitions are everything. Uh, we are going to be featuring a band from northern Colorado called The Midnight Horrors. The song that we're going to be playing for you is Horrors. called Horrors. Called the un- I said it before. I'm going to be drunk enough to just say the Midnight Horrors when it gets <laughs> the Midnight Horrors. Different band that I would also listen to. Um, but the song is Horrors. called the Unholy. You can find them on Facebook, Bandcamp, Spotify, Twitter, Instagram. Just look for the Midnight Horrors. Um, they've got kind of varying names on on all the different accounts, but you'll be able to find them that way. Um, again, they are, they're from NOCO, Northern Colorado. Where, where in Northern Colorado? I, I, they don't specify. I think they just like the, the illusion of mystery on all where. All of Northern Colorado. All of, ju- they're on a peak in the Rockies. <laughs> they're from Coors, they're from Golden, Colorado. Well, like Northeast Colorado would still be pretty plainy, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah, but depending, yeah. I'm just going to assume that they yeah. live on a mountaintop. They live on a peak of a mountain. That's what I... Okay, they live on a fucking... They live on... And especially... The uh, highest peak. They are... The they are definitely... Um, they, they, they are the horror punk vibe. They say that some of their influences include bands like Alkaline Trio, which is what initially drew me to them. Okay. I found them via a Facebook ad. So I don't know... All right. I've never done the ad ads on Facebook, I but apparently it works because out. I found a band from Colorado that is right up my alley based on... The algorithm just advertising them to me. Yeah. So again, this is 
The Midnight Horrors, the single is called The Unholy. So we're going to jump right into that. Be back in a couple of minutes. Uh, enjoy. And we'll be back to talk about our brunch weekly original single, which is just going to be a real weird one, I feel like. Yeah, probably. It's going to be strange. All right, guys. Enjoy The Midnight Horrors. 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 The Midnight Hoors. <laughs>
Alrighty, guys. Again, there you have it. That is the unholy from the Midnight Horrors. Uh, definitely, the, the, them saying that they are influenced by Alkaline Trio definitely shines yes. through in that. Yes, uh, in the sure. chat, um, who said? Uh, who? Oh yeah, it's like Dan Andriano. Um, it's it's the other guy from every pop punk band who would sing, you know, some songs. It wasn't always the main guy. So it's like Mark Hoppus. It's like Dan from right. from Alk. It's it's like the other guy from Home, the Asian guy from Homegrown. And I always, I remember listening to Alkaline Trio and knowing that there were two different vocalists, sure. but n not ever realizing that, like, I would listen to one song and be like, oh, I really like this band. And then I'd listen to another song and be like, yeah, Alkaline Trio is good. And then one day I realized they, they, it was the same band I was listening to, just they had two different singers. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Go, definitely go again, check them out. You can find them on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Bandcamp, and Spotify, The Midnight Horrors. <laughs> Um, they had an, uh, an album. I'm going to butcher the name of the album. I should have written it down. That was called uh, G uh, Grease Guitars. And uh, uh, fuck, it was just a, a fun, badass name. Uh, but go check them out everywhere. You can find them on uh, Instagram, all of those things again. Uh, let me see. I can find it right now. Now, we did our um, Guitars, Grease, and Shallow Graves is the name of their EP. Okay. Fucking badass name. Um, but every week uh, we like to get together and we like to write, record, mix, and master a song in about three hours. We've been really putting it to the three hours in the last couple of weeks. Summertime, baby. Summertime. <laughs> got, things, built, got things to do. We're built for speed, not for uh, well, I guess pleasure. We're, we're built for pleasure for us and for you, hopefully, audibly. Um, but we are built for speed here. So we like to bust out a quick song we've been writing some dance tunes yeah now last week we did an all spanish uh language song with spanish influences latin influences for cinco de mayo right. the week before that we did kind of just our version of a straight up dance song um and we've continued with integrating the things that we like to do into what would be a traditional dance song so zach what was the creative process going into this who were you pulling from a lot um, to create this song because it's all over all over the place. Black metal. Yep, black metal dance. <laughs> we wrote black metal there's dance always, music. There's like I just I fucking love black metal and death metal and just weird shit like that. Yeah, right. I right. can't help myself. And then I just think like that a lot. Yeah. Now, uh, but I want to like a, approach this poppy dance song we're trying to write. Yeah. Um, like that band Tennis was the yeah, was so I was gonna just Tennis, bring up, yeah, tennis. is a husband and wife duo it's like indie independent dancey dancey pop ish funk yeah it's all like over the place that and like um, I don't know if you listen to the Christine and the Queens no 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 I have not they're good she sings in French too. Yeah, last yeah. album was in French and English hell yeah cool. so we uh, we initially were gonna try to write a song every uh, episode for the dance things that was going to be based on something that we watched on Netflix that Justin and I would pick out and watch during the afternoon. Um, up, and Jeff? then we were going to try to write it in that language because last week yes. Spanish just went really... I mean, my my eighth, ninth grade Spanish uh, reading level uh, went through like... Uh, it, it, it really held up. I got to give props to all of my Spanish teachers for all of my life. <laughs> For 20 years well, later, you said I'm minus still one basic word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I mispronounced one word last week, which I'm very happy. I, I played it for my roommate's girlfriend. I was just like, "Hey, 
So, uh, listen to this. You speak Spanish. And she went, yeah, besides that one word that you repeat 40 times, I've, uh, I have no idea what you're saying. Everything else was pronounced wonderfully. So we were going to try to write a song today that was going to be in Cantonese. Uh, well, because so, the I inside joke. You threw that out as a joke to because me. Because we were sitting upstairs and he was messing around with the Yamaha. Yeah, you messaged he, me a video going, Kyle, like... get ready to learn Chinese. Well, I found this sound that sounded like, um, I don't know what it's called. So, you know that? Like that, the old sitarish. Gong? That no, it's got the strings on this side and this side. Oh, you yeah. Know? yeah, Chinese sitar. Yeah, sure. I don't know. I don't remember. We watched plenty of shows that had them using them as magical powers. Or something. Yes, like, I got we a, did. I got that cool tone with that. The lap loot. We'll call it the lap loot. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, but we didn't end up doing that because we did. I immediately was like, "There's no way we're gonna try and write a song in Chinese with no. Asian." Instrumentation that's not going to come off offensive, offensive all across the board. Just yeah, like, we just can look like. But knowing cool. this, uh, I no at first knowing that you threw it out there and not knowing the rest of it, I was kind of like, all right. So I immediately started researching shows on Netflix that were in uh, either Cantonese or Mandarin, uh-huh. and I found a bunch of them. And then sure. Justin and sure I did. spent this <laughs> afternoon watching almost all of them. We sure did. Oh I am going to goodness, preface, preface this by saying I know how this is going to sound, <laughs> but all of those shows are identical. They are exactly <laughs> the same. There's a guy it's in all white with elven hair sure flying through the air. Like, it's all the uh, 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 Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon yes. cine- uh, cinematography stolen. And it's basically this the is... The wire fighting. The wire yes. fighting. It's yeah. all of it so set. much of it. But it's, it's like so over, the, over top, the top, ridiculous. So Some of them you... had really good effects. Some of them had like really terrible effects. Yeah. Some were funny. Some were serious. But they all dealt really deeply in like the lore of, of Chinese culture, which but, I was trying to get at. I was trying to pull at somehow. But how do you know it's an ancient Shaolin master if he doesn't have the long hair and the (laughs) mustache? Well, the funny thing is everybody was called master in these shows. Yeah, everybody. The donkey in one episode was called Little Master. And I'm like, (laughs) what are we watching? And there were basically two shows we had that we would find. It was either the rom-com teenage comedy, yes. like like, like, Degrassi like the Degrassi. Thought. I'm not going to say what I called it, uh, but the Ch- Degrassi Junior High uh, ripoffs, and um, we uh, uh, found those, and then we also found the like Crouching Tiger ripoffs, yes. and they were entertaining visually, but the problem was is that. There, there's some subtext that we're just not getting or, in the- or some stylized thing like you know how you, when you watch an anime everything is like oh I burned this toast and it goes into like this really fucking crazy reaction of like yeah. some, somebody screaming and being over the top yeah. every single scene they in were, this shit yeah, was they like were integrating over the, the top anime so- reactions into a live action thing and yeah. you couldn't tell like if characters were being serious like you can't get the, not knowing the language the tone and, and and Mandarin and Cantonese are very tonal languages. You could say one vowel three or four different ways and have it mean different things, sure. which is another reason why there was no way in hell yeah. I was going to attempt at singing in one of these languages well, and then find out Charlie, that I was just saying like go fuck your mother to everybody. Charlie and, and, and myself <laughs> tried to learn written Cantonese for a while because oh, we would play an MMO that was like actual like traditional. No, no, no. Like the translation from oh, okay. English to okay. whatever it the was. The Pinyin, I think it's called. Yeah, Pinyin. Yeah. And um, 
the that's, reason that's we the had to do that is because when we played Mandarin this game called Lineage 2, it was a very much so big Chinese population. Okay. So you would learn and pick up on things, and then you would talk to, like, you'd be in guilds with people, and they're like, hey, just so you know, everything that you're typing, nobody knows what the fuck you're saying. Oh, shit. And it's like, oh, well, I'm just <laughs> repeating what somebody was, like, texting me, and they're like, yeah, yeah and last week I was able to really. fake my way through this with Google Translate. I wasn't going to try this again for the pronunciation and everything. So what we wound up writing about, instead of writing yeah. about a specific show, yeah. the lyrics are all Can't about how I really, really wanted to understand what the fuck these shows were about. And even with subtitles, again, there's some subtext that we weren't getting. Maybe it's something that was that's a, just a cultural thing that yeah. it's not aimed at us. We are not. Or it was target, stylized for the show because for a little while, yeah. like the the show that we watched was called The Untamed. Yes, and it was basically and that is the name of the song. And there's yes, also the name of the song, but the show was weird because it was like almost like uh, an outcasted member of this one clan yeah. got taken over by a some spirit demon of or spirit. dead guy that might but, be his dad? But the weird thing about the whole thing and, and the thing I couldn't grasp my head around was the clan was like had this dude locked up. He couldn't leave his spot. Yeah. But as soon as he got take over, taken over he was able to just do he whatever they wanted. Do whatever and everybody's like quite like asking him questions yeah. and like revering him as like this hero and I'm just like, what the fuck happened? Like where is like I couldn't, I couldn't continue watching. Yeah, like, no, it, it was, was just too it was much. Really shit. difficult, and I would love to. Uh, some of them are that we read or that we were watching are based on on books. I would love to find out more of the synopsis and maybe be able to go back with. You know, it'd be like watching Lord of the Rings and you have no idea about it. It's going to be hard the first couple times to get what well, they're referencing, get what they're talking, and especially if you're watching it in a different language and reading subtitles. So we, either way, we shied away. I will away say the dude's a flute using, master. He is a flute. He was he's playing a, a leaf of grass, oh, playing the flute. And literally, bamboo. there's a scene where he's holding a piece of grass, and very terribly, the the actor is just doing like this mime, <laughs> and it is playing this beautiful <laughs> flute song, like ooh, yeah, untamed. And he's just doing You're this. Curious, check it out. Go check it out. So either way, we wrote the song in homage to that. Yeah. Because I really wish I could understand what the hell they were uh, really talking about. I could read the words, but even having the written words did Doesn't not help us. Always. So what time did we come in at on our non-Cantonese influence? 4.50. So 4.49, yeah. Just under five minutes, which is a good dance song. That keeps you on the floor with your gal or guy longer than most other songs. So why don't we jump right into it. Uh, again, this is The Untamed, our brunch weekly original single. We'll see you guys in just about five minutes. Where we will be talking with Ego Viking. Oh, yeah. Enjoy the song. Yeah, they got 
to it uh, all right cool all righty sorry guys i don't know sorry, why that one video is not working we're having some issues right here. Today. either way there was our that was our brunch weekly original single again that is titled the untamed that'll be released uh on on youtube over yes. the next couple of days so keep an eye out and an ear out for that but now we are joined by our special guest via discord Ego Viking, how Hello, are you doing, brother? Special, I like that. I'm you great. Are. I'm fantastic. Wonderful. Just living the dream over here. Yeah. How are you guys yeah. doing? Well, I know how you're doing because yeah, you've been, you've been hearing us hour. bullshit for like an hour already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, now, so you you said before you're down in the Carolinas, you're down South Carolina. Uh, before yep. we get into jumping about uh, or talking about uh, everything that you do uh, with with streaming and and your life in general. Uh, how has it been in South Carolina 
with uh, the the COVID situation? Are people starting to get antsy and start breaking uh, protocol? Is your state still on lockdown? Are you one of the early states? What's going on in, in your world over there? We were one of the late states to even close. Okay. And when they closed, it was more of like a, yeah, maybe you should stay home. Okay. And then they finally closed. And then as soon as Georgia opened up, which is you know the neighboring state, they were like, oh, we can open up. <laughs> yeah. yeah so I think hair salons, are, hair salons are opening on like Monday. Ooh, For me, the ultimate was when they opened the gyms. Okay. Because if you open the gym, not that, like, look at me, I don't go to the gym, but. <laughs> That's the one with the G, I, right? G, G. Yes. But, I, but you would think, wouldn't you think that the gym is the worst place? Yeah, you sweat there. You sweat. You're, you're Everyone touches everything. everything. People are breathing heavily. Yeah. I, I mean, that's no. Nobody's working out with a mask on either. Like no, no guy in there with the Radio Shack level fucking. There's semen everywhere. In there the is gym. so many, <laughs> so many semens, so many semens. Yeah, but so, I mean, they're closing the beaches, which which makes no sense, right? I stay away from people on the beach. Yeah. I'm not all up on uh, <laughs> random strangers on the beach, but exactly. what am I going to do at the gym? You know, if yeah. I go touch some weights, somebody's touched them before me. If I'm on the beach. You know, hopefully nobody's touched that sand before me, you know? Yeah, and if real. so, hopefully sand doesn't hold the, the coronavirus yeah, I mean, for that. Let's hope. I mean, who knows? Oh, yeah, supposedly by, by Monday, hair salons, which they figured in South Carolina was the biggest thing, they're going to open back up. I saying, and I don't everybody know. everywhere all gung-ho on the whole, I need a haircut thing. Like, all the protests that are happening up in Pennsylvania, that seems to be the spotlight. A bunch of people with, like... I haven't had my hair cut in two months. Oh, my God, really? Oh, no. <laughs> two months. Zach hasn't had his hair cut in two decades, I don't think. Like, he's literally yeah. just not. Like, it you'll be like, okay. We don't have a life. It seems like that, break. right? The haircut. Yeah. And then yeah. did you see the people in Florida the other day that were protesting that the gyms were closed oh, by God. doing push-ups and sit-ups on the side of the road? That's how you yeah. protest. That's how you Prove that you don't need the gym yeah, to open because it worked out outside. <laughs> I did push ups on the bench. Yeah. What a bunch of idiots those guys were. Oh, oh god. Well, I mean, I do know that if the if these places are going to open, they're going to be hit with heavy regulations and shit like that. So a lot of places yeah. aren't going to actually be able to find the products to open. Yeah. And safely take care of things. So people that are really pushing for this shit to happen are putting a lot of pressure on business owners to be like, "Well, look, I'm going to have to buy all this extra shit." I'm going to have to charge you more. You know what I mean? Like, and yep. people will bitch about that yes, for sure. Exactly. Oh, God, yeah. People will be mad about that. My, my biggest concern, I'm six foot five, and, oh, you know, geez. my family is in Sweden. My biggest concern is what they're going to do to air travel. Yeah. Now, how yeah. often do you uh, get back to Sweden? Is it a, a frequent thing, like once every year, every couple of years? Every couple, every two, three years or so. Okay. It's okay. It, it really depends, right? You know, before I did uh, what I do now with streaming, Right. I worked in corporate and with corporate jobs. And uh, the shitty thing in the U.S. is that you can work hard and make lots of money, but you can't get any time off. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Right? While, in, while in Sweden, you can you'll get limited baby money. You get a year off, right? Yeah, I mean, the, the, it's mandated by law that you have to have 34 days of vacation. Jesus. Yeah. The US the US <laughs> is a fucking grind horse till you're dead. Yep, yep. That, that is definitely true. All right. Well that, that that's a good uh segue into uh to you as as a human being, ego. 
Um, you are from Sweden. How long have uh, you been living in the United States? I've been in the U.S. for since, since 2001, 2001 or whatever that might be. post 9-11. Were you well, here? I, I, so I was actually, I actually lived here yeah. when that happened. Well, I was here when it happened kind of thing. Okay. Uh, yeah. Did that not deter you from from moving here, or were you just you were already set on moving here? And then because that seems like if I went to France right when like the bombings in France happened, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna move here. Then that happened to be like, no, I'm gonna go back to the woods, man. <laughs> Going back, so that didn't deter you, freak you out at all. No. So I'm former military, and okay. so I just I know that crap happens all over yeah. the place, yeah, right? Sure. It's just it's. Luck of the draw if you're in there, where, when, and where. I mean, it it's it's it, it it might happen, yeah. you know, Can't anywhere. Can't I, I drive fear. a lot. I drive a car. I ride a motorcycle. I mean, sure. you know, when it when it comes for you, it comes for you. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you moved here uh, a little under uh, twenty years ago, and when you first yep. moved, uh, when you first moved here, what was uh, the trajectory for you? Were you just moving here for a change of pace? Was it for work, or was it? Uh, so- no, just, I met a girl. Uh, I met a girl. Ha ha! Very nice. <laughs> that that story. No, I met a girl. I came here. Um, it didn't work out. Ten years and it didn't work out. Which I think was a good run in today's day and age. Ten years? Are you kidding ten me? Ten years? Yeah, yeah. I get ten but, days. I get, like, I get ten seconds. Ten <laughs> seconds. Zach is king of the world over there. He is. He's at least king of Staten Island at that point. Ten seconds. Um. So you moved for a girl. Uh, and then, uh, what were, aside from the, the, uh, allure of a female, uh, bringing you here, what were you looking forward to the most moving from Sweden? Um, which if you listen to any democratic debate, it's like a country that gets thrown out all the time is like, we could be doing what Sweden does and all this stuff. What was the allure of the United States aside from vagine? Well, you know, you know the crazy thing is, right, that when you are younger, you always want to get away from whatever you're at. It could be the best fucking thing in the world, yeah. sure, and you're sure. still going to be like, I got I got to go somewhere else because this is never going to change. Right, yeah. right, right. And then you go somewhere else, and then you live there for 20 years, and then you're like, you know what? Yeah, I kind of miss the old place, yeah. you know? Yeah, exactly. So it wasn't really – I mean, I noticed, I noticed that – at least in the U.S., like I said earlier, right, the U.S. is one of those places where if you work hard, most of the time you can make something, some sort of level out of what you want to do. Sure. Right? Uh, you may not have the land of opportunity, those, but, as they say. Yeah. 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 But in Sweden, it's a lot of like, you know, the, the government takes care of you, but that comes on the back of taxes. Sure. So of course, when you're when you are younger, you're like, well, I don't need that. I don't need that help from the government. This fuck, I can take care of myself, right? Sure. Yeah. So I mean, that's a draw, and and you'll see it's interesting too. It's not. It's changed now because the world has gotten so much smaller with the internet and stuff. But back then, twenty years ago. People in Sweden either loved the U.S. or hated the yeah. U.S. There was yeah. no like in between, like eh, I don't care. Like sure. they either loved it and just wanted to move here, or they hated it because they saw like they, they saw fucking different strokes and they were like, yeah, I could yeah. I could have that life. Yep. I, I could be a rich white guy with now. I do have two one, children. One in, question in my, for you: Am I bored? Talking about the military because this is a big thing in other countries like Ecuador. I know it's a thing. 
Did you go into the military willingly, or was it something that in Sweden you hit an age and everybody goes through the mil through a military program? So it used to be in Sweden that it was man, uh, you know, mandatory. Okay. And you had okay. to do eight months of, of okay. learning to okay. essentially just be a soldier, right? Gotcha. Just in case anything shit happens, you're trained. Yeah, it's or... like you know the home gotcha. the home defense that sort of thing. Yeah. And yeah. Sweden Sweden went through, you know, years of like any other country except for the u.s i guess uh of cutting back the defense budget okay okay cutting Wait, back cutting you know the other back, stuff needs to like reducing like not spending as much on defense yeah we have never heard of that never heard of that. <laughs> it's wild <laughs> right what talking about yeah. and sweden kept on cutting back and cutting back so like when my dad went through who is 23 years older than me he everyone had to go when he went through sure sure and they had to come back every two years to train again okay and then when i went when i went through they only took about 30 percent of the people that okay. went through like the, the training right okay and so i went through and then i got selected for officer candidate school okay so i actually went much longer and stayed on as an officer i mean it makes sense if you if you have a, i mean my aunt went through the navy for 28 years she was a navy nurse in norfolk you know what i mean so mm -hmm. like she got something that worked for her and was good. Yep. You know what I mean. So why not not why not continue it? You know. But then so, what Sweden did, like I guess, uh, I mean, it's been a while now. Yeah. But finally, they were like, you know what? There's too much to have all these people come in and train, and then you know, because like the unit I'm assigned to, being part of the old system, right? The unit I'm assigned to is a mobilization unit. I'm still assigned to it, and if if a war breaks out, we could mobilize. Wait, okay. like currently oh. today. As having a dual citizenship, you could get called to to go, like get your six yeah. foot five giant Viking ass back over there, and they yeah. Need I you mean, they the could call line. me. I could I could refuse because I'm out of the country, but sure. they could technically call me. But the goofy thing is, the mobilization time of my particular unit, which is infantry, so you know fighting, is ten years. Jesus, what? So. It would take 10 years from the day they said that we were mobilizing until we were supposed to be ready. <laughs> All right. What has that ever been a bad time All frame? Right. Yeah. So, so, I mean, how, so if the, so if the Russians are attacking, you know, in 10 years, I, I can be over set, there. Dude. Yeah, yeah, you, you are guys set, are good. Right? They, they can't get that far in 10 years. <laughs> no. That's like a so, couple hundred miles. You're fine. You're fine. They've never so that's invaded. Why they, that's why they went to uh, a or not private. What's it called? Um, professional military. Okay. Okay. But not yeah. enough people signed up because it's not in the culture to sign sure. up for the military. Never been in Sweden, right? Because old old Sweden was a, a warring nation, but those people didn't sign up. You know, there was like the village had to send one soldier or, you know, that sure. sort of thing. Sure. So they didn't have enough people. And then, of course, Putin started doing things and, you know, messing around in the, the Ukraine and whatnot. Yeah, and right. Sweden got scared and now they're back to conscription again. Okay. But only take in like two percent of the okay. eligible people or something like that now okay. how long were you then in the military because in the united states i believe for the most part if you sign up it's four years right. that that you are in when you yeah. enlist you you get four years and then you have your option uh to to keep going after that how long uh when you entered were you mandated after you went to the officer style like did they give you a certain time frame or was it kind of like you can do this until you don't want to do this anymore no so i went through officer candidate school which is three years okay right and then once you're done with that you have to make a decision if you want to continue 
a career path in the military. You actually have to go back to school, and then you have to go to school for another, like a university type education. Okay. For another two years, to be, be trained in all the other extra things that comes with, like you know, bringing the military forward. Right. So it's so, not just a bunch of meathead military. It's an intellectually still like yeah. based idea. That makes sense. Yep. That's so sick. I was I was right there in that in that break. I was either going to I had three paths I was going to go, and I had applications and were interviewing with all three as I was coming out of the military, and it was the military itself to stay on that career track, right. go back to school for that, um, join the Swedish National Police Force, which is a four year education, college education or university education. And what is that? Does it put you anywhere within the country? Yeah, there's no local police. There's not like, you know, Podonk PD and so and so county sheriff. It's, it's, it's one police department that covers the country. Gotcha. And then That's the third I'm... one that I had and also were talking to were what Sweden considered, they call it the security police. It is essentially every, you know, it's the FBI, the CIA, the oh, NSA, yeah, all of those yeah, in yeah, one. Yeah. In one branch, that would be the one I would want to go into. The intelligence but that's what I, that's that's what I had lined up, and then I met a girl, and now I'm here. Hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah! So then, okay, so you're you're here, you're in America. Um, were you from a young age uh, a gamer? Were you somebody that was like early on invested in video games? And what was the the culture of video games like growing up in Sweden versus what you've learned about it being here in America? Was it pretty? We had Atari, you got Atari, You had we had Nintendo, you got Nintendo, or were you guys... Because a lot of movies, you'll see something happen in, like, generally more Eastern European, like Czech, Slovakia, something like that, where they go somewhere and the guy's 15 years behind, it's 2002, and he's like, yeah, Prince, man, and you're just like, yeah, it's 2010, and he's like, LL Cool J, man, and you're like, yeah, totally, you guys got this late, were you... More on top well, of that culture-wise for Sweden you with video this, games? Though, before you answer, let me preface by saying that I am within the same age as Ego. And growing Sorry, up in America... Ego. growing You've up in America, plenty of years ahead of you. Don't gro- worry. Growing up in America and seeing how the evolution of video games has changed, even the Twitch, Zach can tell you he knew that Justin.tv uh, or met them was in a music video forum. Yeah. Uh, back in the day, I mean, I remember when Justin TV came out. I remember when it switched over I to Twitch. Those and those that don't and, know, Justin TV is what became and, Twitch. Yeah. Yes, and also, I mean, playing uh, esports before esports was even a thing with Charlie and really pushing that. And growing up, where people would play in arcades and fucking that was the tournament. That was your. That was how they made money. Sometimes. Yeah, you last Starfightered it until you got Basically. to space. So, yeah. you know, watching this whole thing shift in Twitch. Or a shift and turn into Twitch and how big it's become is mind blowing. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to preface that before you go and actually answer your question. Yeah. So what was it like in Sweden with video games? Were you guys pretty on top of it, or was it a couple of years behind? What were you? What were you guys? And what were you into as as a younger guy? It's, it's actually interesting because I actually thought about this early today before we had spoken about um, what we're going to talk about tonight. And video games in itself, it, it was. You know, Sweden was up to date with it. Sweden is a country that has, because of population, not been able to maintain heavy industry. Came out of World War II, you know, unscathed because reasons, and um, maintained heavy industry. 
but with the population of nine million people with the, such a big country that Sweden is, you just can't. You know, it's just too few, too few people to maintain very heavy industry. So Sweden quickly switched to know-how, right? Highly educated, and then try to bring that technology, all that stuff in. Sure. So video games, all that stuff was there, right? There's a ton of that stuff. But interestingly enough, when I was younger, and I, I just remember this today, I had a Commodore 64. We were talking oh, about this when we were playing, because we're playing through with Charlie at Generation Z, and they have, I forget what they call it, but it's a Commodore 64, and we had talked yeah. about this on the uh, yeah. on the actual episode. But I had the 64. I knew all the things about it. My dad even sent me, I think I, I must have been 12 years old, and I think my dad sent me to like one of those, it wasn't really like a, you know, it was a class that they put on for people that were just getting into computers, but there might've been people that like in their thirties, forties, fifties, right? And I'm 12 and they're teaching about basic programming and stuff like that. Sure. So I remember I was, I was very much into the computers, but then I had that computer and I had a stack of uh, cassette tapes, right? That had the games on them, yeah. you know, the really the old school. Right. And I remember in the summers, especially in the summers, I would rent out my computer and all the games to the neighborhood. Kids. Really? Oh, so, so you were one so of that, very. So you were making people. money off of this. Oh yeah, so that was yeah. like you know it's summertime. I'm not gonna video. You know, yeah. I actually played very little game, very few games or little gaming. I uh, growing up in Sweden, my gaming really more so started coming to the U.S. Okay. okay. So what games uh, did you get into when you got here? Because again, early two thousands. Um, I know. PlayStation. I, yeah, yeah. PlayStation two in two thousand one. Two thousand one. Yeah, two thousand. Yeah. yeah, PlayStation two would have been out at that point. So, so what, were you an I, Xbox I, guy, I, PlayStation before, guy? What were you playing? So before I left Sweden, the the, the the games I had a PlayStation. I don't know why I ended up getting one because I didn't play a ton of it, but I had one. It's like one of those like I had moved out or something, and I wanted to be independent, so I bought a PlayStation. <laughs> yeah, right. wasted wasted money on that for some reason. Right. And I played Need for Speed. Okay. Oh my um, God! I had that on PC. Need for Speed. <laughs> I'm not a gamer, and anybody that's listening to this knows. Yeah. I'm not a gamer. And, I have to run most of my played, questions about um, games. Sid Meier's Pirates. Justin. Any any time it came uh, out, yeah. anything I could find it on, I played Hell it yeah. on. So, um, yeah. But what was it that we? Hey, Team Fortress, I believe, was the first thing because the original so, Team Fortress. Yeah, the original, because the internet, right? The internet came late to anyone else but the U.S. for obvious reasons. Sure. So, you know, I'm coming out from Sweden where, you know, I had to dial up to get into the internet. Sure. Yeah. Right? A lot of times. And then I'm coming to the U.S., and here's the internet coming through the cable. Right. It wasn't fast. But Pretty it's a lot, hell of a lot faster than you know dial up. Uh huh. So there was a lot of like over. Team Fortress, Jeez. that sort of thing. That's what we that's what we played a lot. So you were more on the competitive PC gaming side of of stuff when you got into it. I mean, maybe yeah, well, not that's competitive. What, that's what I got but, into because it was fun, shooters. right? You know, exactly. I, I was new in the U.S. and I was meeting new people, you know, friends and stuff, and they played. So that was the way to get into it. Sure. But then, then, I don't know, I, for some reason I got back to the old games that I'd always enjoyed, which was all the like the builders and the management games. Probably I should have known that trying to rent my computer out to the kids back in my, you know, <laughs> yeah. when I was a kid. But, but that's how I got into it. And then it just, it's just grown 
And I have found myself more and more over the years less and less interested in TV and in, sure. you know, the, the slow-watching type TV shows or sitcoms and that kind of stuff, and yeah. more and more is the computer and, and playing games and whatnot. Because you can create... I think it's more you can create your own narrative. Sure. With You're not forced some way for some storyline that, you know, it's going to upset you. Like well, think, Game of Thrones. I think the other big thing about um, <laughs> playing games online, and, and especially now, like... When when we would play games, even even having a team of five for Counter Strike, like you would bond with those people just like you would a band. Like we were spending so much time practicing, fucking flashbangs over a wall, for literally hours at a time, making sure that we all had it down. And like, you build this community and you build this friendship with people that you don't necessarily have to interact with, in person, but they are some of the closest people you will know. You know what I mean? The internet does allow that. And having yeah. communities and playing video well, games is better with a community. That's one of the crazy things now, right? So one of the reasons why I did not move back to Sweden, well, the reason I didn't move back originally um, was because I have kids, right? Okay. So uh, even though it didn't work out, I still have children. I'm not going to leave. <laughs> and now they're teenagers and uh, obnoxious as they should be. <laughs> but... They're also locked up at home. Right? They're locked up home in the pandemic. Sure. And I, you know, they, they live with their mom. And I was I was talking to their mom. They're coming here next week. Cool. And she's like, oh, I'm going to send them, you know, I'll send the Switch down with them and stuff because the youngest, she's really into Animal Crossing. Right. Great. So I talked to her about it. I'm like, hey, how, you know, how's Animal Crossing going? And she's like, oh, it's fantastic because she plays it with all her friends from school. Sure. Right. So yeah, it's now a way to connect still to yeah. people that you have you used to sit in a room with. So the opposite of like what Justin's saying, even for the kids nowadays, sure. it used to be I've never I might have never met these people or I might not be able to see these people all the time, but we can play online. And now it's like, well, I can't hang out with my friends. Yep. But you can. So I can. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I used to mock all my friends back in the day for uh, James O and our buddy Mikey. They would be like, oh, yeah, we're hanging out. We're going to play video games tonight. And I'd be like, all right, where at? And they'd be like, at our houses. And I'd be like, wait, whose house? And they'd be like, no, at, like at, each, of them. at each of our houses. And I'd be like, like, you're doing what? So then eventually there was like a couple of nights where like our buddies, like James O'Mike, a couple other people would get together and they would play. Um, I think Time Splitter? Yeah, time Splitter? With, with uh, the weird fucking characters yeah. in it. Like the, there's like a talking... Like, there's a talking cactus, yeah. I think. Yeah. Eli something. I don't know. They had all kinds of stuff. <laughs> yeah, there were some weird characters in that. But then I got into... And this is my kind of first introduction to me to what streaming would be. I got really into watching my friends play video games because yeah. I didn't play it. I'm like... Oh, but I can follow the story, and you, like you're saying, you're mandating the story on some of these games, so sure. it, it, it's more enjoyable. But yeah, so that's cool. The, the kids today, it, it's it, it's a way for them to stay connected. But for people yeah. 20 years ago, it was a way to actually get connected initially. Yeah. So when you yeah. first uh, when you first came here, and and you you were you know uh, getting acclimated to you know our customs, our country, everything like that adjusting and you're playing video games how long into that did it get you to be introduced to the actual idea of streaming video games maybe not necessarily being the streamer 
but the first time do you remember was it twitch or justin tv something along those lines was it, so, was, it was it that that got you into the enjoyment of streaming or did you just jump right into playing as a streamer no it was actually so so i was playing games online with a group called team ego that's where my my you know the ego in my my nickname comes from or my okay. online name and we were playing a couple of different games and i got i was talking to one of the guys one day i don't remember how long ago this was um and he said oh you know there's a there's a game about driving trucks you know just like semi trucks and it was euro, euro truck simulator too right and he said oh yeah because they just had come out with like a Viking pack where a Nordic pack or something, where it was like, you know, Viking themes and stuff to paint the trucks. And I thought to myself, I'm like, that's the dumbest shit I ever heard. <laughs> you, you, you drive trucks, like you, you do a job on the yeah. computer. Yeah. So I'm like, well, where can I, where, where, like now I have to see it, right? Because this sounds ridiculous. Yeah. So I said, well, well, all right. So I looked, that's why I found Twitch. I didn't okay. have an account or anything, and I watched some people drive trucks, and I'm, I'm, I was like, this game is stupid, <laughs> but watching these guys play the game and the enjoyment they had sure. in playing yeah. the game. Yeah, it's a vicarious it was, thing. Yeah, you're, you're, you're feeding it was, it off was their great. energy. Yeah. It was great. Just, you know, like it was chill. They were hanging out. They were driving some trucks, and that's where, that was like my, my weird in to okay. Twitch. Did and you then ever ask... think back in Sweden that one day you'd be driving trucks with Nordic themes all over it? <laughs> Did that no. ever cross your mind? Did you ever think no. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have culturally inappropriate uh, horns on the side of it? Because <laughs> everybody's got horns in in Scandinavia. You're born with a with a set of horns on the side, and right? A giant like, shield, oh, the hand yeah, 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 yeah. The, yeah. The, a big beard on the side of the crib. You know, it's just ready to go. Exactly, it's all there, ready to go. <laughs> no, that was. I mean, it was. It was one of those. Even even when I watched the streams, I was like, "This is this is." Uh, I didn't know what I thought about it, and I had always felt that I had been kind of. Um understanding what was going on when the internet was growing and sure. stuff like that i remember a long long time ago like you know before leaving sweden the internet was very new in sweden and the, the milk carton in sweden their cartons tetra packs had a website for the milk company really? or the you know Back the big then? company oh. and i and I remember saying to my dad, even though it was like impossible to get to their website and stuff, unless you went to the school or something, sure. I said, you know, at some point in time, everyone is going to have one of these because it's so much easier to get the information, you know, and, and, and go to their website. So I always felt that I was like, I, I was kind of in tune with what was going on as the technology of the internet and all that was growing. Right. Sure. And then and then here came Twitch and I was like, this is the dumbest shit ever. Well, the <laughs> funny thing, the I, funny thing about Twitch is, is like, because I'm so embedded into video games and like to me it's like second nature. So when I see somebody playing video game, I'm like, oh cool. And then I'll talk, like I'll go to work and be like, 
Oh yeah, I was watching somebody at Twitch and people were like, "What the fuck is that? like? What are you yeah. on? Like what?" And I'm yeah. like, and then I'm like, "Oh shit, okay, so you don't know." Yeah, I'm not gonna try and explain this to you because you're gonna look at me and be like, "That's fucking stupid." So you sit around and you watch. It's yeah. every every stand-up comedian from eight years ago is like, "So my kid is watching other people play video yeah. games." What's the deal but until with you really that? sit down and find a community or even somebody that just personality-wise that you enjoy tuning in. It's just like people sitting here, which thank you guys for being here, watching yeah, watching sure. us guys. talk yeah, about whatever stupid bullshit we're talking about. We'd be doing you know it I mean? either way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because we're crazy. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, but yeah, the internet's a very weird thing in trying to explain... <laughs> trying a bunch to explain, of assholes. <laughs> really, a bunch of fucking. Oh, trying God. to explain to people that uh, video games and community, but with <laughs> with the uh, quarantine and everything that's going down, it's made things and transitioned things a little bit easier for some people. Like yeah. parents are starting to get a better understanding of what is going down. Oh, I think parents are just and... happy their kids are distracted. So well, that too. <laughs> they're just that like, too. whatever. He's been in his room for 12 days. He hasn't touched anything. I think yeah. he's still alive. Yeah. Uh, I think we're good. We I watch, I watch my kid on Twitch once a day to make sure he's still breathing. <laughs> we walk into the room in the morning and... Uh, it smells like old cum. Yeah, and uh, there's and a body. In the, it smells and, uh, like old body and new cum. So <laughs> we assume our uh, fourteen-year-old is As long as that alive. new cum smell is still in there, your kid's fine. Oh, You're good. God. We need a, an air uh, sensor. You know, you just put it in the wall. And it goes, yeah, somebody <laughs> jacked off in here in the last five hours. So the real question here, ego, is: Did you ever think when you were in Sweden that you'd be on a stupid talk show with uh, two a guys of, talking uh, about cum? Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever think one day some fat fucking Americans are going to be talking about 14-year-old come with me on a talk show? That ever happened? Oh, Did you ever think about that? Because that's what just happened there. That's what just happened. That just Dreams do come true. They do. Weird it's dreams. American dream, dude. It's, it's the American dream. Dude, I hope not because I've been having some fucking weird dreams are they american dreams i mean you're an american so i guess they have to be american yeah dreams. like you don't it's fucked up all the porno the, the incest porno <laughs> yeah, gives you weird, weird dreams yeah it does you it have does. A you're dream. like i don't even have a sister yeah, it's like, oh man that's the craziest dream that's fucking my sister it's horrible <laughs> it was, i felt so naughty and i woke up and realized she doesn't I exist don't have a sister. we're good it's the brother dreams i gotta <laughs> oh, watch out God. for those are the worst ones. So when you decided then, Ego, to get into streaming on your own, after you got over the whole ridiculousness, because I think that has to be, for especially somebody in but our I mean, that's age, like any business, age group and though. up, it's going to look really weird and really dumb. And yeah, like it's any, been, business, any business. Like, if you're like, fuck, I, I want to bake these cupcakes, I'm going to do it. Yeah. You're always going to have, like, some sort of doubt. And Am I being stupid? You know what I mean? Like, and especially when it's technology-related. Am yes. I getting on something that is... Am I getting on the laser disc of technology right now? Is this going to be obsolete in a year or something like that? So you got over all that. What was... When what was the thing that got you to first, uh, even just as like a novice, first start streaming? What game were you first streaming uh, well, on Twitch? It's it's uh, a lot of it's actually um, Charlie's fault. Oh, oh good. Yeah. Well, let's continue the well, hating so, on Charlie. So the per the person the person that uh, made me believe that Twitch was viable 
is Jeff Bezos, believe it or not. Oh, okay. Because I worked exactly. I worked at Amazon, right? Yes. I was in I was in an Amazon fulfillment center, you know, packing fucking boxes. Well, I was supervising people packing boxes, which is even worse. Mm-hmm. Um and Zach Amazon bought Jeff Twitch. Bezos, by the way, just so you know. But Zach refuses to touch anything Amazon. I mean related. that's why I'm not on Twitch because that's I'm, why he doesn't want us to do a stream on Twitch. But, so against uh, Bezos. But, but I mean he's he, an evil he owns half the world now, doesn't he? Yes. I've never given that son of a bitch any of my money. <laughs> and I won't start now. He won't make a fucking penny from me. He's really hurting on that too. So as you were saying. No, but when he when when Amazon put that much money out there. To buy Twitch, and you know, you should have seen the senior leadership at our fulfillment center when that message came in, and we're sitting down in one of those meetings with all the leaders, and the the, the director of the facility is trying to explain to all us, you know, logistics managers and supervisors and stuff, like we just spent all these millions and millions to buy like a video game website, uh-huh. um, and that's when I was like, yeah, it's viable. Because sure, it has backing. Yeah, it's it has just, Amazon behind it now. Yeah, and Lex Luthor is not going to do something that's not profitable. Yeah, Lex Luthor. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's about right? real estate. Usually, <laughs> he's about money. That's exactly. what the man is about. He's all about so. real estate. That's I, generally I all of Lex Luthor's there. plans are, are real estate, and this is virtual real estate. Yep. And he was staking a claim. It's free real estate. It, it was. It was. So when uh, so you started. Getting into it through the knowledge and kind of, I mean, I don't, I don't want to say. Yeah, so, so I got, I got into it like, you know, and, and actually like, so I watched it a little bit more and that sort of thing. And then I ended up in the Grand Theft Auto role play community. Okay. Um, I've seen and that's where that. I actually ran into Charlie. Right. So we, we talked about it. It was kind of fun. Like you, we threw on some streams, you know, we would stream kind of some stuff we did. We were, uh, we were a motorcycle club. So it was kind of a different thing for was people Charlie to watch. Charlie disguising himself as a hot ass chick to get you to talk to him. Was that what was happening? <laughs> Did he have tits he was, out to here? No, he was a he was a drunk, angry biker. What? What? Oh, yeah. You're supposed to do something ah, different with that. your life. <laughs> no, it was it's it was it was and he was just himself. Uh, yes. Less motorcycle. Yes, less motorcycle. That was it. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, so we no, so we started. We streamed a little bit. Had, you know, had a couple of streams and whatnot, and then. Um, and just like yeah, he put in chat here a little bit ago, like just he kept saying you should you should stream more, you should go full time, blah blah blah. And then right. before we knew it, it was just the situation was fine. I had I had just left the company I worked at because it wasn't a good spot to work, and I was like, you know what, I'll try it out. Why not? I might as well. It, I enjoyed I enjoyed the broadcasting of it. Sure. I, I enjoy video games for this for the sake of you know video games. Yeah. And, um, you know, if some people can come and, and hang out and enjoy it, that, that's fantastic. And now we're we're pushing two years. Well, I mean, I met I met you through Charlie, and we've done work for you. Like we wrote uh, mm-hmm. your theme song. Yep. Um I mean, and we've done numerous different things between video editing and just all kinds of different stuff. We're working on stuff for YouTube right now, and there's just a whole bunch of different things going on. I mean. And that's the cool thing about it. You build a community. And, like, you know, even when me and Charlie were, when we lived together, that's what we were trying to do. We were trying to build communities within, you know, gaming. You know, because yeah. there's, there's a lot of cool and talented people out there. And a lot of them are introverts and don't like to go out and they enjoy video games. And, yeah. 
hanging out and doing that and you just meet a lot of nice and good people yeah and we don't i mean we never looked at like saying like this is our demographic right but i think we just by the way that we talk and curse like sailors and drink and in whatever the hell we do uh we kind of ended up uh, appealing to people that are older than the normal group that comes to Twitch, right? Yeah, the 18 sure. to 24 year old. Yeah, they will come, they will, they'll show up too, but we're really more fun for the people that, you know, because nowadays that's gamers a, a, are no. in the 50s. They're gamers yeah. that are 50 years sure. old, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Sure, very much so. That's like 100%. The, the yeah. young kids are going for the Ninja, well, not anymore, he's on Mixer, and Shroud, who is also on Mixer, but they're going for the dudes. So the young uh, or, kids are jumping off Twitch and onto Mixer. No, apparently. no, 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 not really. <laughs> Twitch is for the old people. No, these Twitch, days. Twitch, <laughs> Twitch is very much so the the king as far as that goes, and we've talked about that with Charlie. But like the young, the young kids are going for the Budweiser of for streams. the for the the Fortnite streamers yeah. or the Call of Duty streamers, and not all of them, not all of them, but a lot of them are. My favorite tw uh, Twitch guy is the accordion guy. Have oh you yeah, seen yeah, him? he's a re renowned uh, Russian accordionist, I think, or something. I don't know. Like oh, that. Yeah. He plays accordion. Yeah, on he's Twitch. really, really fucking good. He has, he has, he, you know, he has. Well, he used to have two channels. Really? Yeah. He has one channel where he's actually live, you know, from okay. time to time. Okay. And then he had one channel where he was, the channel was live, but he would play his old videos just over and I over. I think that's what we would catch all the time. I would always, yeah, I would catch him. Well, Charlie's so good. Charlie's saying in chat right now, just, just to keep us updated, uh, that the biggest demographic in gaming is 26 to 25. I mean, 26 to 35. Is what he said. Yes. Uh, oh, 26 Second, to 35. 46, well, no, that's not Justin. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> And no, then, the second is 36, 36 to, 44. to 44. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it does make sense that the... That's also the people that have the money to put out. Oh, yeah. That's what, I mean? like, what I was going to get to. Like, the people that... Gaming ain't cheap. When you Hell grow no, up liking something, and then you get a job, and then you have money, you invest that money in things you like. That's the whole idea of people saying that there's a midlife Eighth crisis radio? going on. It's not a midlife crisis. It's, hey, man, I'm finally fucking 35, 45 years old. I, can do whatever I have I money. Want. I want that Mazda Miata. Yeah. Like, I want that fucking thing that I yes. couldn't have when I was 18 years old. I want to support this person and, doing something. And now that the Twitch is a thing, you want to hang out with, with people that are like-minded. You want to yes. hang out and watch things that you're interested in. And even knowing that Twitch has... I mean, Justin was the person that introduced me to all of this. Our first show was on Twitch. Yeah, and then the first we, row for this was yeah, on yeah, the first one that we ever the did before we did uh, the the reboot of our show. Yes, mm -hmm. uh, was on Twitch, and and we um, I, I want to say I was skeptical because I was like, oh, it's a video game platform, and then you introduced me to just chatting. There, there was just chatting. There's music. It's creative. And there's there's the, anything the, that you want to do. The titties. The titties well, are a the big titties. thing on Twitch. Well, this is another thing I've thought of, uh, and 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 what I want to ask uh, uh, of you, ego, with with uh, building an audience and everything like that, I do obviously sex sells. Um, <laughs> if you are an attractive lady or an attractive man that you can show off some skin or something like that, you might get a little bit more uh, of a viewership because you're showing off some cleavage, or if you're a dude, you're showing off some neck sure. or your dick or whatever. Um, what was what were the ways that you found helped you build? Was it just being yourself and then letting people naturally come to you, or did you find different ways 
to <laughs> yeah did you have naturally people coming well, so and this is actually an, an interesting thing because we have been we've gone around this you know several times and looking at this and a lot of it you know charlie through his capacity what he does for a living sure and and we've looked Uh, an attractive female okay, you know okay, you're gonna attract people sure. that that are looking for an attractive female and if you are looking for a fat dude with a beard you know they might show up where i'm at yeah but i think what we well what we have done i say we because there's a whole you know crew behind the stream that helps out and does stuff and i think what we did that we are trying to be different with is we, we we're making it a show Sure. sure, there's a video game there, but it has to be a show. There has to be, you know, something else than just, you know, somebody sitting in silence playing a video game. And then we played to just, uh, instead of following the, the the standards of, you know, the, the rules of, oh, this is how you should behave, and these are the good vibes sure. that you have to have, and blah, blah, blah. We're like, well, you know, we're we are kind of that... We're that biker bar where you show up and you have a beer and you get a little, you know, loud and rowdy and you have Hell some yeah. fun. Right? Sure. And, you don't, and you don't feel bad about it because everyone else is doing the same thing. And, and you know, we limit it so you're not, you know, they're not idiots around. But right, right. So that's kind of been our thing. And that spread, that spreads on its own. Yeah, and, and like Charlie also, said, you know, I blow people. Yeah, I blow yeah, people. Yeah, Charlie said exactly. You blow you, people. Well, I mean, if you blow people, you get more people wait, to like you. Wait, I've wait just, I've but just heard is this that. Is like Demolition Man now? It yeah. is. I don't know. Exactly. I don't know if you guys can see. I can see it clearly. Uh, he has a giant horn in the back background. Yeah. Back there, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And when <laughs> you know, uh, what? Yeah, there you go. There you go. I mean, why not? If you if you want, go ahead. But uh, <laughs> it's is that on uh, a subscribe or is that a, a follow? So that's a, that's a sub, unsubscribe only. Subscribe. Okay. So if you, so sub, you sub, if you sub to the channel, uh, you get blown. Will you uh, uh, will you uh, give an example? Yeah, you, your guys will get a free blow. Everyone, oh, everyone right. tonight gets cool. a free blow. I love awesome. free blowies. <laughs> yeah, get you hooked on the first one, then you come back, and then it's gonna cost. There you go. Just like meth. <laughs> Oh, it cuts out. <laughs> there we go. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. There you go. Hell yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and they come back. Yeah. They come back. They don't. You don't want to break that streak, you know. Oh, yeah. Exactly. a month, exactly. and then all of a sudden, you know. People want to get blown, man. People exactly. want to yeah, get you hooked. blown. You hooked. All right. So uh, to, to, to wrap up, what what uh, is uh, the easiest way for people to find you on Twitch, social media, everything like that? Where can they find you if they want to? <laughs> Follow you and learn more about uh, drunken sailor-like talk. Where where can they get yet? I mean, if you search on Eagle Viking, just about anywhere, uh, it's it's going to show up. Mainly, mainly we are Twitter and Twitch, right. and uh, Charlie yells at me, but we are also on Byte. He can put a link somewhere for that because I don't right. remember. How to... <laughs> oh, that's what we do. But yeah, Eagle Viking on, in all the places. You also have a website, EagleViking.com, correct? Yeah, EagleViking.com as well. Don't go to EcoViking, even though they Not seem Eco. like nice people. Uh, EcoViking sells glass baby bottles. Glass baby Unless bottles. you're looking for some yeah. glass baby bottles, then go to EcoViking yeah, and then go to EcoViking. We're going to have a new sponsor next week, and that's going to be EcoViking.com. 
Uh, Can you imagine get all of drinking some Jaeger out of a glass baby <laughs> bottle? This is a perfect sponsorship what, opportunity. I think yeah, it it's is. a good way to do it. <laughs> I will drink all of my liquor out of a glass baby bottle for the rest of our run of this show if we get sponsored by EcoViking.com. <laughs> no, I do have a question. We've mentioned yeah. uh, bikers a few times. Are you a real-life uh, biker as well? Yeah. Yeah. I got a 2011 uh, Ultra Limited. Okay. So. Sweet. Try to try to yeah. try to ride as much as I can, but it gets tough. It, especially the, as you get the, older. The summer, the summertime. The, the nice thing with living in South Carolina is you get nine months of riding weather. Yeah, and then the summer hits, and then you don't leave the house. <laughs> the opposite of everywhere further yeah. north of the Mason-Dixon yes. line is yeah. everyone's like, wait for May. Hope yeah. it don't no, no. rain. Well, hope dude, it doesn't like snow, dude. Right it snowed here last week. Right yeah. It yeah, snowed it was last hailing week. yesterday. Dude, yeah. I got hit with hail. We were cleaning up in the yard, and I got hit with hail heavy. Some crazy and, oh, shit. it was not good. All right. Well, Ego, I just wanted to say thank you again for uh, joining us tonight and, and being our special guest here. Um, and, and anybody, again, check him out on, on Twitch, uh, at Ego Viking. You can find him again, uh, as he said, just ego with a g ego viking unless mm -hmm. you got a real pompous fucking baby that needs a glass bottle <laughs> well thank you so much for having me i really yeah. really appreciate it i enjoyed it that was fun oh, and i'm yeah. gonna listen to that song that i actually missed so yeah, yeah you're gonna have to listen to it you're gonna yeah. dance your ass off don't yeah, worry sure. it's death metal dance music perfect for a good <laughs> swedish gentleman like yeah, that's how that sounds very european Yes, don't go anywhere just yet. Yeah, don't go anywhere just yet. As always, no, no, I like no, to uh, wrap up our show by doing a little crossover between us and our brother sister love podcast. Let me ask you a question. This week on Let Me Ask You a Question, they had a uh, very, very mysterious art artist known as uh, Tobacco. Uh, T O B A X X O, Tobacco. That's a, uh, yeah, that's how you spell tobacco. That's how that's, he spells tobacco. That's my favorite name. tobacco. Not. not like hip hop artist tobacco? tobacco, like an artist no. tobacco, no. like uh, tobacco from Black Moth Super Rainbow. He's uh, like fifty. Yeah, it could be. It literally could be him. Okay. It literally. Let me look this up real quick. But either way, Anthony every it's not week how he spelled, like, he likes to ask. Um, he might only spell it like that way because to get um, Devil's Night. I don't know. He's gonna. I'll look him up. But either way, let me ask you a question. I always like to ask the question. So let's. Hit our wonderful little theme song while I look this up here. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. From. Let me ask you a question. Alrighty, guys. So as as uh, as I was as uh, a science, every week we like to ask the question from. Let me ask you a question, and we're discovering now that the guy that we were talking about, tobacco, is the tobacco Dude. that that you know of. Oh, the the he had a couple jammers out. He was. Really um, uh, Here's song with Beck. He had a song with Beck. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, Eric listed him. 
as Black Moth, Super Rainbow, yep. Malibu Ken, Demon mm-hmm. Queen, etc. So he was uh, he was the guest that followed me then on Let Me Ask You a Question. Is yeah, that dude, pretty sweet? Was, yeah, that, um, when awesome. that album came out, Manic Me. Okay. Um, was, he had a song with Beck on it called Fresh Hacks. And that Jesus. shit was like, that was like one of the first artists that I was like, okay, since since are cool. Since are yeah. cool. Since are more than just, useful yeah. for more than just intros and outros. Well, hey, metal now songs. we've got a true. one degree separation oh. between us and them. That is so true. Oh, we yeah. need to work on getting tobacco <laughs> yeah. on our show through all of this. But the question that Anthony asked this week uh, is Are there any social niceties, anything that's like, requ- like kind of a required social thing? That you despise. And a couple of examples to give you guys a little bit of time to think here. They were talking about uh, things like uh, telling somebody their baby's cute. And you just, they have an ugly ass baby. And you just have to be like, no, your baby, adorable baby, a pretty baby. And you're like, no, your baby looks like Gollum covered in shit. Like, I'm sorry. It just looks like, not even Gollum. It looks like a Gollum covered in shit. Um, or things like, you know, you went to a performance of a friend's play or band and you know a lot of energy went into it and you just had to be like, yeah, man, it's so, that was so good. That was so amazing. I'm so glad you had such a great time. So are there any, and we'll start with Justin here, any social niceties that you despise? Anything that you're just like, fuck this. Well, don't want to do it. Mine are more region locked things. Okay, that works. Um, one is when you go down south, being from the north, I yes. hate when I go into a store and the first fucking thing, some person runs up to you, they have a giant smile on their face and like, can we help you find anything? And I'm like, I've never been to your store. I don't know what the fuck I really want. Yeah. Who the fuck are you? What the fuck's going on? Did Why I are you something? smiling so much? You know, because to me that seems like that being in the Northeast, like people don't fucking do that. No, really. no, no. You walk into a CVS up here, they just do uh, like, yeah, hi. You have sure, to ring hi. a bell to get service. Uh-huh. And half the time you're waiting 15 minutes. So, I mean, like, yeah. let's fucking face it. Uh, another thing is... When bands are playing at a location and they scream the fucking, like, the, the town that you're in. Like, yeah. Hey, Philly, and people fucking lose their shit. I'm like, yeah. I don't understand Do you not this. like that from the band standpoint, though? Do you think the band I know what the band's obligated? Do- no, I, the band's doing it to get a reaction out of the crowd. Yeah. To get people hyped. You're in their they town. They're in their town. town. No. Yeah, somebody from California that you've fucking loved your whole entire life. Like, uh... They're at my town, and they're saying my town. You yeah. Know? I mean, it'd be different if they were like, yo, Kyle, thanks for being at my show. And you'd be yeah. like, holy fuck. Did, you they know what thanked I mean? me. I yeah. like when they do it the wrong way. Like, when you're seeing a band in shows, we'd be like, Scranton. And we're like, fuck you. We're not yeah. Scranton. Yeah. But- Back in the day, they, at, at, at the Scott Run, uh, when Scott Run was the host of uh, the Isn't Underworld, uh, everybody would say thank you, Scrotum, very much. Scrotum. And that was, I remember Big Wig especially being like, we're loving being back here in Scrotum, Pennsylvania. Um, and it's, and this I, is what it's, it feels like. The I didn't think this of. one up. I'm reading Charlie's, but I agree with him. Apologizing for last night's text. Fuck off. No regrets, Karen. Yeah. Um, you know, like, I, I don't, like, yeah, regardless if you got fucked up or not, you that was within your mindset yeah. somewhere. 
So you, know you don't. I mean? yeah, so you don't. Okay. So you're not liking apologizing for something that you said because it was already a thought in your head. Somewhere. And then waking up it. the next morning and being like, "Ah, shit! I should probably say sorry about that," but you don't want to. Yeah. All right, Zach. What about you? Any social niceties? Anything that you do? Yeah. Out of the politeness? number one thing that will dri- drives me up the wall is when people wave you on in traffic. Oh, oh my that. god okay, now I, We've talked about Because that's before. your responsibility You yeah. know that they're waving you on If you get in an accident That's your responsibility I've been for not I, You know I, I drive a lot for work Especially with a, a big truck And a trailer And equipment And uh, also You know I've been a, a Motorcyclist For a long time sure. And you cannot trust any fucking person in a vehicle. Well, you learned that recently. If your if your fucking blinker is on, I I, don't I trust do not trust that you are turning yeah. the way your blinker says nope. because I've seen tons of people yeah. put the left blinker on yep. and make a right. Yeah, sure. So it's when when I'm at, the way the way the the rules work is say we're at a four way stop sign. Whoever is the first to the stop sign is the first to pull yes, out. Exactly. If yeah. you get there before me, yeah. and, your and then I get there and you wave me on, I'm like, no. You literally yelled at a dude through your car. He couldn't hear you. And I knew the guy, and I saw him like a week later. And I was like, hey, our buddy like yelled at you real hard. And he was like, oh, I, I remember that. Because we got to a stop sign. The kid was waiting. He was already at the stop sign. Yeah. And he was going straight. We were turning. So it's like a double bed. And you got to the stop sign. He waves and you just started shouting, No, motherfucker, you go. You go. Because well, the problem you. is the people. So if I'm in, if we're in traffic and there's somebody behind, like if I'm behind somebody, I can't see. That other person in another car waving to that yeah. guy on. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm assuming that everyone is going to follow the rules, the rules of yes. the road. Yes. I'm not a big fan of rules, but I am a big fan of the fucking rules of the road. Yep. Because they help everybody. if everyone is on the same page... Then there's less it's no different. It's no different yep. when you're driving yep. down the fucking highway and there's a sign that says... Hey, in two miles, right, left lane yeah, is going to be closed. Yeah, and you went to the last seven feet oh, to God. fucking dude, merge. Dude, yeah. merge and everybody, you know there's I, no fucking traffic. There's when no traffic. When I'm in the truck with the trailer, I get in the right, in the in the middle. And you block everybody? And I block it. Good. I just don't give a fuck. You're, you're a social justice warrior on the road in that way. <laughs> yeah, dude, that drives me nuts. It's like, there would be less traffic, less yes. accidents, yeah. less people dying if everyone followed the same... Rules Very of easy. stop signs, yeah. stoplights, and turn signals. Yeah, and you waving me on turn because you think the you're one, being dude. nice because, to me. Exactly, and that's the problem. By you thinking you're being nice to me, you're actually a... doing damage to everyone Everybody. behind us. Yes, yeah, yeah. You are thinking, yeah, because I'm being socially. Oh, hi! I'll just wave you on. Well, I not had, good. Not I good. had sort of the opposite happen to me not that long ago. Uh, we were out biking one day in Holly. And uh, on the streets, like the crosswalks and whatever. And I come up to the crosswalk to go to the other side of the street. And I see one car and they stop for me. And I'm like trying to wave them on. And they just won't budge. And I'm like, there was nobody behind you. You didn't have to stop for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now there's two sides that now I look like an asshole because I'm like, no, don't go. Just keep moving. Yeah. Like I understand it's your yeah. responsibility to watch for... Pedestrians, pedestrians and all but that, yeah. I wasn't ready to cross, so I'm like fucking waving. But a these bicyclist people, um, is not a pedestrian. No, that's Bi- true. What, what, 
all these fucking tight pants Tour de France fucking guys. Yeah. Drive me fucking nuts, dude. It's like you you oh, you these bicyclists don't have to obey the car rules. And they also don't obey the pedestrian rules. They yeah. They're like they in don't. this weird they get to gray, gray, on the gray like, line. Yeah. Oh, God. Unless you're in Portland, then bike law everywhere. Because yeah. they have the, yeah. they have or the right. And Colorado. Maybe it's just my inner road rage that comes out. Maybe. Watching dumb people try to navigate yeah. the planet in high power. That's vehicles. fair. Hey, man, that's fair. That's fair. Now, Ego, uh, you have a. Very uh, special circumstance in being somebody that is from another country that moved here. Do you have any social niceties that either you were able to leave behind? Or that you miss. Or or... that you miss or that you got here and you went, why the fuck are they doing that? (laughs) Was there anything that was a bizarre change to you when you moved here? So the whole whole concept of asking somebody how they're doing. Oh. Oh. Of course. Oh. Uh, Oh. Uh, in, in Sweden, if you ask somebody how they're doing, you get an answer. Uh, you want an answer, but of course, in Sweden, if you talk to a stranger on the street, you are also insane. Okay, so okay, okay. that doesn't help when somebody comes up and talks to you on the street and they ask you how you're doing. Will they do like a nice nod and a wave at you, like "Hey, yeah. how you doing?" and not and just walk by, or like is that awkward, or is it somebody going, "Oh, hey, what's how's your day been?" I. I I have used this example in the past where people have asked. So, you know, when you go to the grocery store, a grocery store in the U.S. will have an aisle that is, you know, 10, 15 feet wide. Yeah. Right. Uh, you can easily pass people in the aisle without bothering them. Sure. And you still will say, excuse me, as you walk by them. It's kind of like the American way. But then you come to Sweden, and the aisle is four feet wide. You cannot pass anyone. And instead of, you know, trying to, like, show people that, you know, hey, I need in here, and, you know, you will either stand there and stare at them (laughs) silently. I like that approach. Or you will back out of the aisle, go down the other aisle, around, and then come all the way around. Okay. So you're avoiding the issue by either staring it head on or physically going all the way See, I enjoy the staring aspect. I like to do that. When somebody's doing something wrong, I will stare at them. And in my head, I'm going, I'm looking at you. Until you realize what you're doing wrong. And most of the the time, the problem (laughs) is is that they don't know that they're doing something wrong. They don't understand that there's a 14-foot wide aisle. I'm smack dab in the middle of it with my cart, little left to centered. And I'm looking to the right. And I'm like peering at all the options for tuna fish in a can yeah. and i'm taking 10 minutes like what like what uh like i will stare at them <laughs> like why but i won't say anything maybe that's the swedish i do i do agree with you in the sense of people asking you how you're doing because 90 percent of the time they don't give a fuck. yeah how so you doing, saying, how you doing? usually the answer to how are you doing is hey how are you doing yeah. it's never like oh i'm doing good it's how's it going yeah man how's what's up yeah, good. How you doing? Yeah, how you been? How's it going? And they say, "What's up?" It's two questions. Yeah, yeah. and no answer. And no answer. That's Ever. that's. It, uh, it, I've read this on you know Reddit and other things like that, where people from other countries will like totally not understand that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I like growing up in America. That. That's just you can have a conversation that is literally talk. two syllables long. Yo, sup? 
and walk away, <laughs> and you're yep. totally fine. Now, I would say for me, the social nicety, and it's something that I don't, I don't mind it happening, but it throws me off and it puts it throws me under the bus of not having this social nicety. And maybe it's my upbringing, maybe it's something, but I, there's this one gentleman that comes into the bar, he used to come into the bar that I used to work at. When bars all used this. to be... Remember bars? So when I used to sling uh, beers at uh-huh. a bar, um, there was this one guy that without fail, if you were sitting there drinking and you mentioned that you were military ever in your well, life, we were talking about this too. if you yeah. were, if you were saying, if you were like, Oh yeah, I was in Nam or I was in Korea or more, more current, I was in Afghanistan or I was just enlisted from 96 to 2000. And I was there between Bosnia and nine 11 and I did nothing. Anybody that's military. He, this one gentleman always goes, thank you for your service. And then I have to be like, oh, do do I also thank you for, yeah, like, like you're, you, you were drafted, situation. you chose, do I now thank you for your service? And I don't want to be a dick, but the worst time it ever happened to me was I was in a Cracker Barrel, and I had my back to the whole room, and it was me, my ex, and her daughter, and all of a sudden, I'm eating my fucking, you know, fried chicken and biscuits or whatever, and all of a sudden, I, I'm like mid-bite, and I look around, and everybody in the room next to me is standing up and facing the other way. And I'm like, what the... What, what? So I like turn around to see like what's going on, and it's a, a, a procession of injured veterans. And I would never take anything away from somebody who, who served their country and got injured... But I was not aware of this normal. I didn't know. I don't know about this. Nice, this social nicety, as you say, where everybody stands when a vet walks into this this place, and it's for me. It's not a lack of respect or anything like that. It is a lack of. I've never. Somebody tells me they're in the military. Somebody tells me anything. Somebody tells me something, and I'm supposed to answer with thank you for that. Like, you're bringing it up, and now I have to thank you for it? It's like my grandfather invented peanut butter ripple ice cream. Do I thank you? Like, do I, th- right. like, do I just thank I everybody? I love peanut butter ripple ice cream. I mean, what if I mean, you meet a girl and she's like, yeah, I'm a, ho- I'm a hooker. You should be Thank you for, for your service. service. <laughs> you, like, thank you. Not, I feel look, like you should thank everybody for I, their service. I agree so with it should you. be unsaid. I, I agree with you because we were talking about this in the sense that... Um, there are some people who pry for that, and I'm not trying to like anybody that's done military service. Most yeah, of my family has done it, and, anyway. yeah. and I have friends that are in it. And you know, like, like yes, what you're doing, not everybody can do, and it's it's a fucking crazy job to sign up for. We could have done so through high school, or right after high school. It's something that I didn't want to get into. But I mean, like, it gets to a point where you get put in such fucking weird situations with people, like you said. Like, I didn't say thank you for to some dude who served yeah. the military, but now everybody else does. And I everybody's like buying this guy a beer because he mentioned you know the what tour I mean? he like, did, and you're just like, uh, I'm not taking anything am against I the anybody. Dick now am I the but dick then, because I didn't know about this? Or but then you run into people like I Dennis. Didn't care. You run into the, people the like weird Dennis. thing too, though, is that you are not. The the veteran or the the service member is not going to feel offended if you don't yeah. thank them. Oh yeah, that's it's nothing to do with the service people. member. It's the other guy. Yes, it's, it's the, the white guy. It was like you didn't thank him too. Like, yeah. Okay, yeah, you're putting you your know? guilt on me. Yeah, yeah. 
because usually like, it's me, a guy that's over 50 years old that is saying this. This guy specifically is like in his 70s. And I'm like, oh, are you feel bad because you didn't get drafted into NAM. Yeah. So you're saying thank you to your service. And maybe that's a cultural maybe. time-sensitive thing that I'm not like I'm not going to unthank somebody for their sure, service. Sure. If I know Obviously, you and thank you for protecting our country and our freedom and all of that. But at the same time, along with my freedom comes the fact that like I don't, hey, I don't have, to, have to. But again, like you said, Justin, it's not the person that served that's going to be offended. Well, no, ego uh, right. Or ego said it. Um, it's going to be the guy who brought up, like, hey, I was complimenting him. How did you not compliment him? What were you going to say, Ego? No, no. And, 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 but that's the thing, right? That person, the service member, the veteran, is not expecting that. But no. somebody else is expecting you to do it. The even, even more interesting situation is when you're two of you. Yeah. And you're two former service members, like, usually you don't you talk if you talk about it and you figure it out and it's like oh yeah cool you don't like thank the person and then because are they not supposed to thank you back yeah right yeah like am, right. I, am i thanking you so you can thank me am i fishing for it it's like no we just we shut up and, <laughs> yeah. and no more normally and our, like and, and it's not like we go around thanking each other for being taxpayers like thank you for your service to the country your civil duty of paying your taxes and making sure that everybody makes that. money hey did you pay your fucking taxes? You paid your taxes. Thank, thank you for your thank service. service. Thank you, you for your service. service. Yeah. Oh, no, right. but it's but that's also I mean, and and not to take up a ton of time, but the the people that generally, the people that have done military service and have been, you know, doing something more than maybe just working on the home front. It's hard. It's hard to to word it, but the people that have been in the shit, right? Yeah, Generally, yeah, they don't yeah, talk yeah. about being in the shit, right? Most of the time, most well, of the time, you hear you someone talking people... about about a lot of like stories from. Well, well that's why I was bringing up Dennis, not to throw yeah. Dennis under the bus. But there's plenty <laughs> of times where he, yeah, he was in the army and stuff, and he'd be like, I'd be working with him. He's like, oh man, in the fucking army, I killed so many people, and I'm like. You wouldn't be fucking telling me this if yeah. you actually did that. Like, yeah. Unless you have some really weird fucking wired connection that's way off and that's in your brain you just cannot let that go and it's really fucking bothering you. But everything else seems semi-normal. Yeah. So there's no way that you did what yeah. you're trying to tell me. Yeah. Like, I'm not impressed. Mm. I don't stolen care. Valor, is well, that yeah, the stolen Valor. Yeah, no, the stolen Valor is the idea. No, no, no. Yeah. He was actually military. He's. It's not stolen Valor. But stolen valor can be people that are in military that go, oh, true. I was in the shit, and you're like, yeah, no, you're a scrub. True. Yeah. true. You weren't, and that's another thing that I've experienced working in a dive bar, where a guy will come in and talk a big fucking game as being former military, and then another guy who I know for a fact was in the shit, like, sure. for whatever reason, just my personal knowledge of the guy, I know that that guy really saw action and he looks at the other person and rolls his eyes and sure. goes, "You wouldn't be talking like exactly. that. Exactly. You wouldn't be, be talking, talking like that. You wouldn't be no, I, yeah. almost making it proud that you did this to somebody else. Like, yeah, I worked. You, I worked with a guy for years um, in in security um, through law enforcement and security. Mm-hmm. And we were good friends, and I knew that he had served, and he knew that I had, and, and that was about it. Right. And it took, I think, three years." until I found out that he was actually in Mogadishu 
during the events of Black Hawk Down. He was Whoa. one of the Rangers. Oh, he was one of the Rangers oh, on the ground. Was he and Ewan McGregor? Three years of McGregor? working with the guy every day. That's wow. that's insane. Jesus, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So, that just goes to show you, yes. Like, either way, I just want to wrap not only that, up. Not, one last thing. Not only yes. that, but a lot of military, like my aunt, like when WikiLeaks came out, I was like, oh, you, you know, you're military. Can you just... I'll give you like this page, like not that I really gave a fuck about what WikiLeaks was, but can you read some of this? And she's like, "You're not military. I'm straight up like buy the books on it. Like I'm ne- if 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 you were military, cool, we could have a fucking conversation. About but you're this. not. But so I'm not, not talking to you about this. Yeah. You know, a lot of those people keep it in that in that same vein. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. And that's it's that bond that you share being military with somebody else too. Yeah. Like if you're military, you guys have that bond. I don't. You know. Yep. Yeah, and to go around and brag to people that don't know about what you did just kind of comes off a little fake. But mm-hmm. either way, either way, to wrap this whole segment up, I just want to say thank you to everybody for your services. Yeah, um, for sure. If you've served, I do want to thank Whether you. Whether you're in the military or you're a whore. <laughs> Whatever you're doing. If Whatever you're servicing you're... people, I appreciate it. I appreciate it immensely. If you're sucking dick for a living and paying taxes, <laughs> you are <laughs> you're doing something. You do something wrong. Oh my god, you are a you're a hero, and you should be tax free living. All right. Well, again, a huge thank you to Ego Viking for being on this evening. Thank you so much for joining us. It was a blast, man. Hopefully, we'll have you on again in the future. Yeah, man. And good luck with the opening up of uh, South Carolina. And let's uh, stay Go get your haircut day one. I mean, I know you're waiting. Yeah, no, your hair's yeah. getting real yeah, long know. there. It looks, <laughs> yeah, the sides are starting to grow out, man. The sides are starting to grow out. Uh, as always, big uh, shout-out to the guys over at Moot.TV, Mr. EJ5000, and our brother-sister of the podcast, Let Me Ask You a Question. And now you can also check out, I think, the first seven episodes of the Derek D. Dozen available from Moot.TV from comedian Derek D., Derek DeAngelis. Uh, you can check all of those out. They drop every Monday alongside ours on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever you want to call it. Stitcher and now Spotify. You can yeah, check huh? all this shit out. Uh, big thank you to the Midnight Horrors for letting us play their new single. Yeah. Um, go check them out again on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Spotify, everywhere you can find music. The Midnight Horrors. And a huge thank you to Mr. Justin Olimpedo for yeah, putting us all together Real tonight. quick, uh, yes, Jose sir. Fernandez says, in Portugal, we say something like, hey, how's it going? And then reply with, good, how about you? And then bolt the fuck out of there. Yeah, yeah, good, how about you is where you need to end that. I think that's the that's a good uh, ending on, on the social niceties there. Yep. All right, well, thank you, Justin, Anytime, uh, for getting good. everything together. And as always, a big thank you to Mr. Zachary. I, uh, tobacco, I'm a big fan. Let's, can we meet? Can we meet him? Starman! <laughs> All right. I'll talk to Eric. I'll send this to Eric and be like, yo, we got questions about tobacco. Uh, I will say that all of the pictures that they have posted with him, his face is blurred out, and apparently he's never shown his face on, like, social media or anything like that. Obviously live, I'm assuming you see him, but they have pictures sure. of them, like, having dinner with him and his face is all blurred out and everything. All right, so go ahead, go, uh, go, guys, uh, go, go check out all the other Muta TV shows. We will be back next Tuesday live at nine o'clock, and every Tuesday after that until we decide to die. To die, I think that's what it is at this point. 
All right, guys. Allowed out, allowed out of our house, and we can till we can do things. Till we can, we no, have plans. We'll still be doing. This. We have plans for this spring to do like outside. We're gonna do yoga. We're gonna get tattoos. Oh, None yeah, of that dude. shit fucking happened. It might so, be a winter thing. It might have to be a winter thing. Outdoor yoga in the winter is gonna be great. All right, guys. So we will again be back next Tuesday, nine o'clock p.m. Eastern Central Standard Time. Eastern Central. Eastern, Eastern Central. Standard Time. Eastern, yeah, Eastern. 9 p.m. 8 <laughs> Central. And for Kyle Mocha Won't Shut Up, I am Kyle Mocha. Here is our closing theme song to play you out. Go check out Ego's channel. Yeah, go check out Ego Viking. And as always, Zach. Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck the fans. Fuck the fans. Fuck Fuck you for listening. Fuck the people. Well, we're going to play this song for you guys. (laughs) But we don't love you. We don't like you. We don't respect you. That's not true. We love you. Thank you for your schwervis. Thank you for your schwervis. We'll see you next time. Thank you for the shwarma. Thank you for the Dennis shwarma. (laughs) Who is Dennis shwarma? Who is he? Peace. Later. Mood.tv. There's nothing more egomaniacal than singing the theme music for your own show. Who am I, Kelsey Kramer? If I could only drink like him, we're gonna write a new one every week. Some will be solid, some will be weak. We're gonna write a new one every week. Some will be solid. Total experiment.